whether we like it or not, I guess it's uh, it's time to talk about the Raiders. <laughs> hey, it's Mike Garofolo, NFL Network, here in the home office, and you are listening to the Raiders Fan Radio Podcast, your journey into the dark side with Murph, Swag Jeff, and Michelle. She's got great hair. It's a little pink. It's a little purple. Whatever it is, I'll tell you what, if I could grow it, I would sign up for that color today so listen to her and the entire crew as they give you all the information on the raiders on the podcast that benefits the one nation foundation it's a great cause it's a great pod tune in turn it up here it comes all that raiders info and takes coming at you right now jackpot baby raiders fan radio oakland la oakland um, Got your old Uncle Mosh and Raiders fan radio from Murph's Man Cave. Taking a lighter journey into the dark side. Sit back, uh, <laughs> put your feet up, pop a cup, and oh my enjoy God, the ride. Dead. Here we go! Okay, good. All good. Love you. So maybe I didn't have it as figured out as I thought I did. <laughs> Back to the drawing board. All right. I like that you bragged about that. Yeah. <laughs> I finally figured it out. Shut up, Jeff. What happens when you pat yourself on the back? Sometimes it backfires. Way up the middle. I love this team. I think this team can win. I think this team can win. You are listening live to Raiders Fan Radio. Take it away, guys. Why? Thank you, Brett Musburger. What is up, Raider Nation? Your buddy Murph back once again for what we trust will be a fantastic episode of Raiders Fan Radio, where our football team sucks, but that's only for this week. <laughs> uh, but it's okay. We're going to get through this together. We'll have a we'll have a little bit of a of a cathartic. Yes. experience we will we yeah. will all lean on each other um, i'm wearing the shirt tonight faith family and oakland football and while that oakland football has turned into uh, las vegas football it's uh it's it's faith and family man that's what we do best we have faith in each other we have faith in our uh you know in our higher powers we have we love for our family and no one does family better than raider nation we we say la familia and it's not a joke right so let's just do that let's just kind of you know accept it for what it is which sucks um, but, uh, anyways, we'll get, we'll get to it soon enough. We're not going to spend a, just to give you a heads up, we're not going to spend a ton of time tonight talking about the Buffalo game. I don't know what fruit it would bear yeah. for us to sit around and lament about how much the team sucked, uh, giving up, you know, 38 to Buffalo. And, uh, you know, and aside from that opening drive, there wasn't really a lot to root for in that game. So anyways, um, we all know the things, you know, anybody that's listening to, the, to this show, um, you know, the things that were, that went wrong, you know, the things that are a, a, a big challenge for this football team right now. So having us sitting around bitching about it, isn't going to be a ton of fun. So we'll go over it. We'll talk about it for sure. Um, but we're not going to spend a ton of time. What we are going to do is we're going to lock into next week. Cause that's all you can do, man. You know, our, uh, I always tell my boys, man, like your character is not defined by the mistakes you make. Your character is defined by what you do about it, right? So right. It's, it's all about like the next phase for us and the next phase for us, the Pittsburgh damn Steelers. And so we're going to talk a lot about the rivalry between these two teams and what the expectations are going into this next week. And we're going to leave this whole uh, Buffalo thing in, in the rearview mirror. So anyway, so that's what we got tonight. 
Uh, I mentioned my name is Murph. Uh, this is episode number 301. And for those of you that are uh, following the, uh, the the tape there, uh, you saw that we skipped an episode. Well, that's because we're going to save episode number 300 for a special occasion. Uh, we want to really celebrate that and do it up big. We want to have Uncle Mosh here. We want to have QB Jeff here. Um, and we want to wait till we get Fan Cave 1.2 kind of redone. Uh, it shouldn't be just but a few more weeks here, and then we'll be good to go and have our, our new set uh, set up here in the fan cave, and so that'll be a, that'll be a, a good time uh, for us all, and it should be a good little little studio look here uh, in, in the fan cave. So, anyways, we're saving three hundred for that. So this is episode number three hundred and one of Raiders Fan Radio. And um, if you're listening on the audio podcast, first off, thank you. Uh, you can find us on any audio podcast service just by searching for Raiders Fan Radio. You can also ask your internet connected device, and you can find us on there. We just ask that you like it, hit a subscribe, hit a thumbs up, leave us a review, any of that good stuff uh all of it helps promote the show and by promoting the show we're promoting our nonprofit, which is the one nation foundation so we thank you guys very very much for your support there and if you are uh and uh joining us live or you're catching up with us on the youtube after the fact same thing just hit the like hit the subscribe uh, leave a youtube comment and uh, we appreciate you very much for all of those of you that uh that support us in that way um so anyways uh oh the last thing i'll tell you is this if you are on the youtube you can also support us by becoming a member. Member, cabrón. Member. You member, member. You don't member. You member. Member. Said you cried a lot. I thought you remember. Right, so you can become a member. It only costs you five bucks. And uh, you can get like a really cool chat emojis. You get a badge on your name. You get your name in a special color. And Michelle uh, will send you a one-of-a-kind uh, RFR card print there. She's holding up there to the, to the camera. Nice. They are lettered. They are signed. There's only going to be 100 of them. And we've only got about 60 left because we got about 40 members now. Uh, and so, again, it only costs you five bucks. And uh, you can jump in there and become a member of Raiders Fan Radio. So thanks, everybody, that's already become a member. And, uh, and if you are a member and you want to get that card sent to you, you just got to email her, michelle at raidersfanradio.com. All right. I'm tired of hearing myself talk. Now it's time Me to too. Turn. Now it's we got to hit all the housekeeping, man. We got to hit at the top of the show. Yeah, you don't do this show alone. <laughs> Hell no, I don't. You did the first 10 minutes alone. <laughs> well, but- well, now I'm going to go ahead and turn it over to my best friend and yours, the guy that adorns the left side of the fan cave bar. He is Swag Jeff. Yeah. It's styling and profiling. What up, Swaggo? Man, I'm fired up. Uh, uh, we're, we're moving on. We're moving on. I, I'm, I'm, oh, I'm I was going to say you're going to move it on up there for no, a second. No, 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 no. We're not moving on up yet. We will on Sunday night. But, hey, uh, there we yeah, go. But, but man, I'm, I'm just, you know, normally games like this, when we get our asses spanked, you know, it takes a few days for me to get over. You know, it's one of those games. You know, if we lose a tight one, like, well, we still saw a lot of good things. We didn't see a whole lot of good at all. And normally those kind of games is ones that, like, keep me up at night a little bit. And I'm like... God dang it, man. Like, so many things went wrong. But I, like, quickly moved on from it. Maybe it was, you know, thanks to Happy Dad that, you know, was <laughs> yeah. it, I was able to do that yeah. so quickly. But, uh, but yeah, I'm just, I'm fired up for Sunday night. Home opener. The Ra- uh, Raider Nation is going to be freaking electric in the building. Yes. And I can't wait to talk about it more. Uh, but, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm moving on. I'm ready to roll. So, Murph, we don't do the show alone. Heck no. No. So, to my uh, left over here, uh, adorning the uh, bartender spot once again at the bar, please welcome in. Michelle Swag. <laughs> hey, Michelle. Hey, hey, guys. Woo. 
Um, I'd like to start off by saying that um, I have this game as an L anyway, so my yes, 13 and 4 is we're still on track for yep. my 13 and you 4. Gotta, you so predicted 13 and 4. We've got to have 4, I, I right? I will say, though, um, <laughs> I did get a bit of a reality check. Like after see, I think next season, if y'all would let me pick after I see the first couple games, <laughs> because I really yeah. do go into every season assuming that they've made the right choices and they've done all the things they needed to do, and clearly we have some work to do. So um, if I could just... Get a handicap next year, you know, a little bit of a get <laughs> because boy, I I might overshot. <laughs> I well, still believe though that we'll win a few more games. So well, I, well yeah, <laughs> but I did have this one as a loss. So you did. There you go. We, we all did. did. We're we all did. We all did. For we all did. two at this point. Absolutely. So. There you go. Ab- absolutely. So I appreciate you being here, Michelle. Appreciate you, Swag Jeff. Appreciate everybody's in the chat room. Uh, Swaggo, shout them out. Who we got in there? Absolutely. We got Trinidad Vibrators in there. Uh, Hi, fabric- baby. Fabricator Gill, uh, Charles Washington. Oh, Gill. Yeah, Stay tuned, yeah. Gill. I got yeah. some coming up about you. Oh, nice. Well, and yeah, uh, he's, he's, invi- about you. he's inviting everyone up to Lot J for the home opener because that's where he's rocking oh, his tail. Nice, yeah. nice, nice. Yeah, yeah. Uh, our good buddy Mojo is in the chat. Mojo. Yeah. DJ Lenny Danger, Foxy Scorpio, Raider Worm is in there. Uh, Paul. What's up, big worm? Paul is in there. Uh, Kill Jadis, the grumpy ass Raider fans in there. <laughs> uh, Yoshi, Ron. Yoshi. Yeah. John Ogle. Um, let's see here uh joe estrada's in there um jay jackson's in there hey, jay Ve- vegas raider pete's in there we've got the whole crew man oh that's awesome man appreciate everybody that's joining us live tonight uh youtube.com slash raiders fan radio and uh yeah we go live each and every week at wednesday at 4 p.m pacific and 7 p.m eastern so appreciate all of those of you uh that are in there tonight all right so we always take our episode number i mentioned this is episode number 301 we always take our episode number and tie it back to something significant within raider nation and swag jeff what do we have tonight absolutely man so so, uh, so, yeah, so for episode 301, and by the way, I've got a good one locked in for 300. Oh, oh nice, Whenever, nice, whenever nice, 300 nice. rolls around, it's going to be a really cool one. But uh, but for 301, we're, uh, we're going back. Uh-oh. Oh, bro. Well, I was in the process. <laughs> Boy, you going back. Way back. As we go a little something like this. Hit it. So, uh, so we're thanks going for the back. copyright strike, Sony. Yeah, assholes. yeah, they. Uh, that's why you didn't play it. Uh, not because you were behind. Uh, so we're going back to 1994. Thanks for picking me up. That's what best yeah, friends do. That's what we do, man. I got you. <laughs> and we're the three best friends that anybody could have. We're the three best friends that anyone could have. We're the three best friends that anyone can have. And we'll never, never ever, 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 ever leave each other. So 1994, January 2nd. So the uh, so the Los Angeles Raiders uh, took on the Denver Broncos. They uh, and we're going to be talking about uh, the guy that was under center that game. That is Jeff Hostetler. Yeah. So he went 25 of 41 passing. He had three touchdowns and he outdueled the Hall of Famer uh, Ed the Horse uh, in a classic 33 to 30 overtime victory over the Denver Broncos and put the silver and black into the playoffs that day. Absolutely. So, but more importantly, more important than, yeah, I didn't even tell you about 301. You were just fired up. I just heard playoffs. Yes. Playoffs. 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 Yeah. Uh, But hey, most importantly, talk about practice. Jeff Hotstetler threw the ball for 301 yards. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Let me re up that applause. There we go. Oh, nice, nice, nice. (laughs) Shout out, Hoss. 
Ross, man, for sure. Sean Ross, off, oft overlooked, as the kids say. Oft. Oh, oft? the kids say oft a lot. A lot. Right? Do they really say that? <laughs> yeah. Tell them, Michelle. Yeah, I hear it all the time. All the time. No, you don't. I don't. Devin's oh, okay. all the time uh, coming Devin home. Devin is like, I oft think, mother. <laughs> So what is the point of that? Let's <laughs> let's stop right there and talk about that <laughs> stickball. Um, <laughs> you know, so we're, we're gonna. What? 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 talk about the Raiders. Yeah. Well, what, what is what is how much time are you really saving? You're cutting off that last little <laughs> syllable right there. You know, that's like that's saying you're true. on a tight sketch. Ske- like, <laughs> what's the okay. sitch, Jeff? I don't know. I don't know. Kim Possible. I don't know. <laughs> I know one thing. I'm going to start saying oft a lot more. Yeah. yeah. I'm going yeah, to try to work it back into the gonna, vernacular. Yeah, I'm going to get the kids saying it. Oft saying oft. Yeah. 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 Your kid says it. Michelle's going to tell the rest of the kids I to am. say it. <laughs> yeah. There oh, go. my gosh. I am. Good job, guys. Absolutely. Yeah, hey, let's get to some contact info. Oh, yeah, okay. Woo. What the hell is that, Peter Brady? I don't know. I say it off, man. You think I was getting contact info. So sit up, zip up, (laughs) shut up, and pay attention. You can call us at 909-345-3346. Or as Murph would say, 909-345-3346. How about emailing me? Hey. You want to email me? Email me at show at RaidersFanRadio.com. Or what about reaching out to us on some of that social media stuff swaggy likes? Do it. Try Facebook at Raiders Fan Radio Podcast. The Twit at Twitter, Twitter. at Raiders Fan Radio. Insta something. Instagram at Raiders Fan Radio. The Tiki Tiki Ducky Duck. TikTok at Raiders Fan Radio. Or what about the Twitch? Some of you out there twitching. Anyway, Twitch at Raiders Fan Radio. Or if you don't like that, go to the YouTube. America, go to the YouTube. YouTube.com slash Raiders Fan Radio. Oh my God, if that wasn't enough. If that wasn't enough, go to your podcast provider and search Raiders Fan Radio. Holy crap, that was a lot. Good. Good. Oh, let's yeah. go. We're you. crushing it here lately. We're man. three and zero. We're crushing it. We're crushing it. Yeah, we're three and zero. Yeah, we are. We are. Yeah, we are. All right, so here at the top of the show, we like to give respect. We don't do props. We don't do shout-outs. And speaking of respect, before I even hit the soundbite, okay. much respect to Uncle Mosh. Let's go to Uncle Mosh. Much respect to Uncle Mosh. Came back uh, and did a little little post-game. Uh, I think we're going to make that a little bit of a thing. Um, okay. Not, not like every it. game. We're not going to do every single game. Uh, we're not going to do the primetime games. But the stuff, the, the like the daytime games when Uncle Mosh is coming over anyways to watch the to watch the game, we're just gonna freaking flip on the cameras and just kind of bullshit about the Raiders for Why not? thirty like to forty five minutes, you know, after the game. So, uh, so definitely keep an eye out for that and uh, and appreciate all the positive feedback. Everybody loves seeing Uncle Mark. I always I always mix them up now. Uh, <laughs> Uncle Mosh, right. He's Uncle Mark to me, but Uncle Mosh. Uh, so yeah, everybody loves seeing Uncle Mosh back he's here. He's pulled on, a on the Tom show. Brady a little bit coming out of retirement yeah. one time, just a, just well, a little bit. He's or a Brett Favre. <laughs> there you well, go. Yeah, yeah. Like went all the way to the house and then just came all the way back. Yeah, okay, so, well, absolutely there. So uh, yeah, but no, it was great seeing Uncle Mosh, and so. Um, 
Mojo says, I'm stoked to see um, uh, Mosh after a W versus the Steelers. Amen to that, dude. Yeah. And uh, we're going to talk a lot about that old school uh, Steelers-Raiders rivalry tonight. Uh, but anyway, so thank you, Uncle Mosh. Much respect and glad to have you back in the in the fold here at Raiders Fan Radio. But uh, all right, without further ado, let's uh, let's uh, send out some respect. We don't do props. We don't do shout outs. Nothing wrong with those things. But uh, we're Italian. We like to give a little bit of respect. Murph. Swaggy J Nation, it's time for a little respect. You know, respect ain't bought, it ain't sold, it ain't demanded, it ain't negotiated, it's earned. And without blowing smoke or giving shameless plugs, we want to say salute and much respect to the following folks. So let's go ahead and give a little bit of respect in them. First, God dang you, Jeff. Well, <laughs> um, first off, let's. I want to give respect. So last night, um, I'm hanging out with Vinny. We're sitting on the couch watching the new Ahsoka show, uh, the Star Wars show. For those of you that are that are ner- oh, yeah, nerdy yeah, yeah. enough to like the new Star Wars stuff. Uh-huh. Um, so, anyways, and it's been great here the last few episodes. But anyways, different. I digress. So me and Vinny are sitting there watching the show, and my, my, my phone's going off, and and so I just kind of grabbed it and, and I looked at it. And uh, it's Frankie Mosqueda, our buddy Frankie Mosqueda, the un- unholy roller raider. Okay. And he reached out and he just wanted to say, hey, man, I saw a bunch of people giving you shit after the game last week. And because I went on this thing on, and I won't do it again here because I've already done it twice now, once with when I did with Uncle Mark and then once with Scott on Silver and Black Today. But basically, I ran down the schedule between the next six to like eight weeks. And I'm like... We're going to win a shit ton of games. Like, this, as bad as Buffalo was, there's a real-world scenario where we are 6-1 and one going in to play the Lions. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, we got, like, the Giants after that, and then, like, an, an Aaron Rodgers-less Jets team. Like, we could end up being, like, an 8-2 and two kind of thing. Like, and, I, this is, and I'm the guy that picked them to win nine wins, yeah. to win nine games all year long, and I'm sticking to that. But when you look at the way that the, you know, like, the Jets... Who had the Jets when we did our schedule prediction as an automatic W, or at least a competitive game? Right. Aaron Rodgers would have came out and smoked our ass. You saw what Josh Allen just did to the secondary. Like, that, but now it's a whole different story. Zach Wilson is no Aaron Rodgers. Right. So, anyways, point being though, so I said all that stuff, and people were taking runs at me, and fair enough, whatever. Everyone's got an opinion, and it's and it's okay. Like I don't, you know, like we always say, we don't. Come on here on this show and on these microphones to try to try to be right. Like we're just sharing our opinion about our favorite football team and want to hear yours. And if yours is different than ours, then that's cool too. We just want to hear it. Um, you know, this show is conversational when it's at its best. So, but Frankie, it was just a nice gesture. He was just like, "Hey, man, like, you know, don't let that get get to you or whatever." You know, and right. and, yeah. and I appreciate that. And I don't. I've I, I'm, I've become pretty good at, you know, it's. And I won't make this about us, but like when you get on a show. 
and you share your opinions, mm-hmm. you put yourself at risk. Like you put it out there and sometimes your opinion might look great and sometimes it looks terrible. Right. And so, but whatever the case, or sometimes it just doesn't even matter. But point being though, is that we're, we're putting it out there and we're, it's, and you know, it's, it's, I I'll just say, that. I don't want to make it about putting anybody down, but like, it's real easy to hide behind a Twitter handle mm. and call, and oh, call yeah. people out. What's challenging and what takes a little bit of something is to flip on a microphone, flip on a camera, and put your ass out there and say, this is what I think, this is what I feel, here's what I see. Again, not expecting everybody to agree with you, but by putting it out there, and t- you're taking a risk. And it, d- it doesn't take much of a risk to comment yeah. on a Twitter post. Sure. I'm just, I'll just sure. say that. I'll leave it at that. Yeah, But, but you thank know, you to Frankie, before we move on. Absolutely. Thank and, you to Frankie. And, it was and, very kind, and I appreciate yeah. your and, words. And much respect to that. And you're getting a lot more love in the chat here tonight as well. Everyone said, man, you did great on Silver and Black today, and all that stuff. But I think, like... I like that you said those things because like, you know, we're in business. We're all we're all business folks. Like build a business case to say that we can't be 6 and 1. Right. It's kind of hard to do when you look at our schedule and the the way that some of the other teams are playing and stuff like that too. That's not hot takey. And that's another thing that you see some other people on Twitter. I mean, it's easy even as a content creator we're, we're not that we're show, show producers. producers uh you know but like it's easy to like get all hot takey on stuff mm-hmm. and then you know but you don't really have like a whole lot of business case to like defend what you're saying you're just trying to you know really grab everyone's attention and get them there but like i didn't sense any of that out of you and i totally agree with you i mean it's very possible that we're like well into the win column by by the detroit game you know? Yeah, I I mean, listen, I have us on a five game win streak. <laughs> there you go. That's my, what I'm talking about. There you Let's go. go. So I think too, like, uh, and X Twitter, whatever the hell it's called now, is so interesting to me because like people are just shitty to be shitty. Like, and it's such a weird. It, it this is supposed to be fun. Like, and if you have, if you do disagree, cool. Amen. But disagree like like in a way that is that makes sense to just tell me. Don't just say I'm a dumbass and a moron and a whatever. I get clown. I get clown. that one a lot. I get the clown emoji oh, a lot. Yeah, like, yeah. Uh, what is that? What is that adding to this? You know, like it's just a, that is such a weird and and yeah, hiding behind the Twitter handle, like, bitch, like, <laughs> you know, bring something to the table yeah. that where you can actually have some. If it's there's discourse, like bring something to the table that's or just at least and, have a conversation. And, that's and, what I, I'm and I will say that though, there I will give there are a lot of folks yeah. though that like. Um, and you know, there's like, uh, like Sashi is, is on there, uh, that, and, and I interact with him quite a bit. We have a lot of difference Mm -hmm. of opinions, especially around somebody else that used to play for our football team with it, but it's always like a really like fun, engaging, fair conversation, a good back and forth. And like, like I can really appreciate those things again. Cause yeah. Cause again, I always say like, I really don't. It ain't about us being right or wrong. It's about engaging in, in with our fellow fans. Right. That's why this show is called Raiders Fan Radio. So, like, so I can really appreciate that. So I, I'm with you, Michelle. Like, it's it's yeah. it's that's when it's at its best. It's just taking a pot shot at somebody. That's yeah. like that's a little dopey to me. But it, anyways, but anyway. So, um, thank you, Frankie. That was very very kind. And I actually that turned into more of a conversation around it. <laughs> than I was, and I appreciate everybody. You're all very kind in there talking about digital hugs and shit. And like, oh, yeah. <laughs> and it wasn't like a, a feel bad for me kind of thing. And so I. Appreciate your support. You're kind Sad of Zach, Sad Yeah, Zach. it wasn't it wasn't like a, ooh, people are milling at me on Twitter. You know, it wasn't about that. But um, okay, uh next up, let's so let's go to um 
a very good friend of the show who I would love to give some respect uh, to our good buddy. Uh, he is Fabricator Gill, no hey. longer in the IE. He's in Vegas oh, that's now. that's right. Yeah, mad respect to Gill. So Raider Dad put out a video this week where they showed kind of like a highlight package of like, you know, being at the game and all that kind of stuff. And so I was watching this highlight reel from a good our friends at Raider Dad, and I'm going to put the image up for those of you on the on the on the YouTube. You'll be able to see it on the audio podcast. I'll describe it to you. So here they they show this uh, this young woman here, and she's holding up a a flyer there that says the Ride for Kids, uh, Las Vegas, whatever. It's, it looks like it's a nice charity thing event, whatever. And look who's in the background, <laughs> rocking his Raiders fan yeah. radio shirt <laughs> is our good buddy Fabricator. Hey. How cool is that? Much respect, Gil. <laughs> Absolutely. Way to represent, my friend. Yeah. I thought that was super, super cool uh, that Gil did that, and so we, we appreciate you. All right, uh, I've got one more for you, um, and so this is, uh, is going to be fun. So this was our first video message that's ever been sent to the show. So Okay. So we have, of course, you can email the show, show at RaidersFanRadio.com. You can call the show, 909-345-3346. This guy chose to send us a video to uh, show at RaidersFanRadio.com. And so going back to the days of Uncle Uncle Mosh, we used to joke about ASMR, <laughs> right? And for those of you that don't know what ASMR is, it's like this, there's a, there's, there's a million different versions of it. People do it with sounds. You can do it with voice, but it's basically like somebody talking in the microphone like this. Yeah, you this get the tingles me. and jingles. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, it's like the delicious dish. <laughs> right? For those of you who remember that, 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 uh, that Saturday Night Live skit? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Everybody loves my shwede balls. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. yeah anyway, so that's um, so that that was what. So our buddy, uh, Mister Los Angeles. So he's twelve years old. He's Lalo's son, um, and he's a made man around here. And of course so, he is. And, oh, yeah. and, and he's awesome. We 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 love us some Mister Los Angeles. So he knows we're big Star Wars fans, and so is he. So he sent in a video, and this is uh, him doing. A stormtrooper. He's wearing a stormtrooper helmet, and he's doing Raiders fan radio ASMR. And so let's check in with our good buddy, Mr. Los Angeles. Raider Nation, made man, Mr. Los Angeles here with my first Raiders fan radio ASMR. What's an ASMR, you might ask? As Mer famously says, that's what the kids are into these days. Raider Nation. What's your drink of choice on game days? Mine is a nice ice cold lemonade prime. Ah, salute. What a way to start the season first place in a division of something I haven't been able to say very much in my young 12-year-old life. But I'll take it while it's there. I enjoyed the seventh street win over the yeah, Denver Donkeys. Yup, yup. But now, up next, are the silver and black. It's the red, white, and blue Buffalo Wild Wings. Okay, Rare Nation, I'm out. Peace. <laughs> nice. Los Angeles. Man, my brain is melting. Oh my god, that's good ASMR, bro. So I love it. You could tell he listens to the show. He mm-hmm. worked in. It's what the kids are saying. Yeah. Yep. And he worked in. Salud. Yeah. Like I love it, man. That was fantastic. So I bet he says oft. 
Oh, oh you think he does? I probably. I mean, he probably came yeah. up with it. He, yeah. He oft says oft. Oft. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Anyways, much respect. Mojo uh, says, I stepped away. What the hell did I just walk back <laughs> into? <laughs> you are a little Raiders fan radio ASMR courtesy of Mr. Los Angeles. So that was, that was fantastic. So ASMRFR. Uh, oh, oh, nice. Nice, nice. Yes, you did. Good job, Jeff. Yeah, yeah. All right, let's go ahead and take us to a break, Jeff. And then let's, uh, I got an idea. Okay. Let's, because we have to. Yeah. Let's talk about the Raiders. Okay. Nobody enjoyed a good Donnybrook more than sixth-year linebacker Phil Villapiano. This is Phil Villapiano, and you're listening to Raiders Fan Radio. Las Vegas, a city without a pro football team. In a world gone mad, what can we do about it? Acquire the most desired franchise <laughs> in sports history? <laughs> Sin City, lost wages, home of Elvis weddings, and 24-hour debauchery. But finally, a match made in heaven. The Oakland, L.A., Oakland Raiders have landed in the desert with the Death Star as their home. And to celebrate beyond your imagination has come three individuals hosting the most irreverent show while paying homage to the storied history of this franchise. Raiders Fan Radio with Murph, Swaggy J, and Michelle taking a lighter side journey into the dark side. Man, I've got certain information, all right? Certain things have come to light, and, you know... Uh, you know, given the nature of all this new shit, you know, it, it, this could be a, a, a lot more uh, 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 complex. I mean, it's not just, it might not be just such a simple, uh, you know? What in God's holy name are you blathering about? Well, I'll tell you what I'm blathering about. I've got information, man. New shit has come to light. Look, you guys are headed home, not the way that you wanted to, but at one and one, what is the message as a veteran, as a captain, after a loss like this, as you get ready for the home opener against your old Pittsburgh Steelers? Yeah, the message is just get better. Don't look for excuses. Look for ways to get better and uh, stick together as a team, and let's just keep growing and push forward. Uh, how was the week of practice leading up to the game? What was it like? You know, you guys were in uh, West Virginia, so how did that affect uh, today's performance at all? Yeah, we had a great week of practice, but that guarantees you nothing. Uh, you got to come out here and prove it every Sunday, and we fell short this week. I fell short myself, so a lot to learn from and a lot to grow from. Well, thanks, Bob Spillane, for the comments there. Um, yeah, I don't have a ton of audio to go over. That's about it. Like, it... it, it I think all the comments so far that I heard from this week from the players and coaches is about that. It's a lot of coach speak, yeah. a lot of players sure. speak. Uh, nothing nothing really a lot to say. So, again, uh, like we talked about at the top of the show, not a lot to review um, in the 38-10 to 10 blowout by the Buffalo Bills. I'll say this, is that in the, in the context of the season, I didn't have an expectation we were going to win this game, and a lot of people didn't. Sure. Um, yes, it's disappointing 
how we lost. But at the end of the day, to me, it's all about the numbers in the left column and the numbers in the right. It doesn't matter if you lose by one or you lose by 28. The bottom line is that they lost. Now, and I, just like there's no such thing as an, as an, as an ugly, uh, you know, ugly win. There's no such thing as a moral law or a moral victory and a loss. Like those kinds of things. Like, I, I, like it doesn't matter ultimately. Like, did it expose a lot of deficiencies in our football team? Yes. That's, that's to me is that I think the downer of it isn't even the fact that we lost by 28 points. The downer of it is that we saw if you chip and then double Max Crosby even, you commit three players to negate one player, that's all you got to do. Yep. That's all you got to do. Um, did it expose the idea that um, if you shut down Josh Jacobs in this offense because you're able to play so close to the line of scrimmage? I have a, I, uh, there was a thing I read today from Ted Wynn that Josh has only seen five times two deep safeties in all of his rushes this year. And so when you when we look at the amount, and I'll find the exact number. In fact, let me, let me find that for you right now because it's very interesting because I felt this was exposed too. Um, okay, here we go. Last, last season, Josh Jacobs had 131 rushes against two deep uh, defenses. Uh, so far this season, he's had five. It's going to, and Ted goes on to say, it's going to be hard to get defenses to respect the Raiders' ability to win deep with Jimmy Garoppolo. So did we, did we, did the Bills expose the need for us to have Josh Jacobs get going? Yes. And did they also expose that if you press the line of scrimmage, because you don't have to worry about Jimmy throwing it past 40 yards downfield, is that going to be a serious deficiency in this offense? The answer question is yes. So there are a lot of things that got exposed. Did it also expose the idea that when you have a scripted first, a first series that you got all week to prepare for that McDaniel system can freaking kick ass. Did it expose that when the, the 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 defense adjusts to it, that all of a sudden we're compromised and we can't get shit moving uh, on offense? So there's a lot of things. Now, is this a anomaly or is this going to be consistent? Okay, like we talked about when Hunter Renfro was getting his lack of targets and also again into, into this game. After that first week, okay, my, my question was, yes, I know that's not ideal. Was it not ideal because he wasn't getting open? Or because he wasn't getting featured in the game, all right? He wasn't featured in the game plan. Now we got two weeks in a row he wasn't featured in the game plan. Michael Mayer wasn't featured in the game plan. I, we see Sam Laporta making plays as a rookie, as a tight end. Why isn't our guy doing that? Our guy got drafted first. Like, I start seeing these things, and, like, these are exposing deficiencies on the football team. So I got, I, I'm less hung up on losing on the road in Buffalo by 28 because I still think, as I – talked about before we're still going to win a bunch of games this year I, I firmly believe that when we're playing against teams that are of our caliber but the last thing I'll say is this that was exposed to me we are nowhere near prepared and capable of competing with the most elite teams in the AFC we're going to get dog walked by the freaking Chiefs we're going to you know what I'm saying like when we when we're going up against the best of the best it ain't even the same sport we're going to get smacked around with like like nothing so but as long as we're, you know, when we play Miami, it ain't going to be pretty. But as long as we're playing the Chargers, again, the most overrated team in the history of football every year. Today on Good Morning Football, they're like, more surprising, the Chargers at 0-2 or the Minnesota Vikings? I'm like, the Vikings, because the Chargers <laughs> are always 0-2. What are we doing here? But anyways, 
Point being, though, when we're playing teams like that, playing teams like the Giants, those teams, the Bears that are on the schedule where they're either worse than we are or they're on our playing level, we'll have a very likely shot to win those teams. The elite games, though, forget about it, man. We are. It's going to be a long day when we got to play those, those, those good teams. So, anyways, that's all I got to say about it. I, 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 I think it all came down to exposure. The, the, it, the actual loss itself, while it sucked, I feel – well, I said I was going to say that. No, I promise I'm going to shut up and throw this over to Jeff. I feel terrible for all the people who went to Buffalo. That was one. Oh, the, yeah. That was the the road game this year that I wanted us to make, and because of all this house stuff and things we're dealing with the studio, we could, weren't able to make it. But I wanted to go party with Bills Mafia, hang out with 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 Salt City Silver and Black. You know all the East Coast, uh, you know fan clubs that went. You know we wanted to throw Jeff through a table, like the whole nine yards, man. Like that would have been so fun, and I hate that, and I feel so bad for those folks that made that trek up there for that amazing environment just to see our team shit the freaking bed in the worst way. Yeah, for sure, man, for sure. I mean, that you know, it's it's really hard to you know we 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 do take a lighter side journey in the dark side, and you know so. To try to find things positive from that game are, are really hard. Um, you know, yeah. I mean, when when no one else is putting pressure on Josh Allen, they can put three people on Max Crosby. You know, I was expecting Max to kind of put Josh Allen on his ass like multiple times in that game. And then you see a Baldy's breakdown when you actually look, because, you know, I mean, I was partaking in adult beverages during the game, so I wasn't maybe getting as close of a look as what maybe I could have had, but I didn't realize that there were several plays that Tyree Wilson was getting blocked 30 yards away from the play. Unbelievable. Like, like come yeah, on, man, we dude. saw you in the preseason manhandle 350-pound dudes, and I understand that it was, you know, a third-string guy, but like we said, weight is weight, man. Like, you can't get shoved out of bounds on a freaking play, you know? And when our, you know, interior of our defensive line, when Tillery and Bilal Nichols and all that stuff, if they can't get pressure, they're going to throw everybody over to Max Crosby's side and you can't get anything done. You know, I mean, just uh, there's not a whole lot of good to talk about, but I did want to talk about a little bit of good. Okay, please. Okay. please. I yes. think I think that Marcus Epps had a good game. I very I think good Marcus call. Epps Very had, good a, call. had a good game. I think the guy that we just heard from right there, um, uh, Bob Spillane, I think he had a pretty good game. You know, the linebacking Diablo didn't have a terrible game. You know, I mean, that the you know, when the linebackers are something that you would highlight as a positive, that means that the rest of the game was absolute ass. You know, I mean, the the only other positive thing that I could really take away that I think I could with that the team did build on from week one was that tackling, wherever it is on the field, the tackling was okay. You know, we, I see a whole lot of less, uh, I see a lot less missed tackles this year than what we've seen in years in the past. Like open field tackling, I think I think they worked on that in the offseason. I mean, you see, you know, Hobbs and Peters and the linebacking core and Epps and all, I mean, you see, and Merrig and all, like you see them making sound open field tackles. It's just, you know, all the other facets of the game, you know, it's just, it's just not there, right? Yeah. I, and my football knowledge, I mean, I didn't play or anything, so it's, it's pretty elementary, but I, and it's early, like this was game two, but I, I feel like I might maybe be questioning. The, D, the Patrick Graham at this point, like mm. I just how do you not at this I point, right? Yeah. It you know like they added some people, like you just 
you expected it to be better. And I get that Tyree Wilson, like he wasn't, it wasn't the intention for him to start, but if you're drafting a first rounder, like they should kind of be ready to roll. Mm-hmm. Like I am. Yep. That's what I think. I but, agree. So yeah. And, and also McDaniel's like, I'm not questioning. Well, maybe a little bit like it's almost like he digs his heels in and sticks too much with his plan. Run, run, you know, like do try something else if it's not working. Like that first play when Josh Jacobs looked like he jumped out of a clown car, hit the thing, and fell. Like hit the guy. Oh, hit this guy. that was brutal. I, me yeah. and Lamont looked at each other, and I said, "Oh God, it's going to be a long game." And then they had that awesome drive, and I said, "Well, that was scripted, so it's probably going to be like." And then the ding dang wheels just fell off, and every yeah. bad thing that happened just continued to spiral. And the snowball, they could just never get in front yeah. of the snowball. It just took them out. Yeah. And so, yeah. And I know it was the Bills. The Bills are so good. They're so, we knew they were, but I did think they might compete. And that's where my faith was a little shook. Well, that's, you know what? I'm with you, Michelle. And I think I, I, I can't remember what show it was on. We were, we're on so many nowadays, but yeah. like, um, I felt like this Raiders team was going to be scrappy enough to yes. hang around. Yes. You know, and, and Uncle Mosh, when I said that to Uncle Mosh, he's like, yeah, but, you know, you can still get your ass kicked when you're scrappy. You know what I mean? And, and I, But I, I did feel like the Raiders were good enough to be the team that was going to be a pain in your ass. Yeah. Right. Like, that was going to hang around, keep it competitive, and have a shot to win the game. And when it started off the way that it did, I thought, okay, here we go. But when you're that deficient at talent and on mm. so many and that's where like you know and for for any any folks that are that have been critical of us and me in particular about you know you know being a bootlicker and what an <laughs> apologist for McDaniels and all that this is where it starts to turn uh, yeah. because because right. when you're when, now we've got evidence of both we've got evidence of a team that can compete can go on the road can win a game in the division we've seen good now we've seen the ultimate shit show. Mm. So now, which theme are we going to end up in here? Sure. And so if we're going to keep theming the ultimate shit show, then you're going to get conversation and comments that we're a shit show. And one of those is that we were told repeatedly during this offseason that we have coached guys up, mm-hmm. that we have, we have, we're good with the players we have in the building. Right. We don't need to go out and get flashy on free agency and yada, yada, yada. Well, so far, bullshit after this game. <laughs> sure. You know what I mean? And don't, you know, look, and and, and I, I and I remember saying this last year too, Josh Jacobs and Dave Ziegler changed the narrative on us partway through the season. Mm-hmm. Going into that season last year, it was, we're going to end up in the AFC Championship game. We've got, Derek's got his best friend. We've got pieces around him. We've got a defense. We've got all this stuff. The expectation is playoff run. Well, then at some point in the season last year when the Raiders would be start off 0-3, and, and I think it was like six or seven weeks in, and they're like, oh, well, you know, we've got to take time in this, and, it, you know, we've got to get some guys surrounded and got to get some – and I'm like, wait a minute, you're moving the goalpost on us now. Like, right. no, like, don't – so Josh McDaniels, like, don't start doing that shit to us again. Like, yeah, exactly. Th- like, don't start that again. Like, you get all the benefit of the doubt here – Going into this thing in in in, in the in the second season, but like if 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 these guys weren't coached up to the level that we thought, you know, like I, you with me, Jeff? Like I, I oh, one hundred percent. You know, I mean, and and to keep it, you know, it's you know centered on this last game that we just played. Okay, yeah. You know, uh, to kind of bring it back there. You know, I think last week last week on the show, you know, I mean, and I'll speak for myself, and I think I'll speak for the two of you guys too. I think we really thought that like. 
you know, after watching the Bills in week one, we were like, ooh, like, they're beatable. You know, yeah. if it bleeds, yes. we can kill it, right? Yeah, yeah, you know yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, we yeah, saw yeah. them bleeding. We saw them with an ass run defense. Yeah. We saw them letting chunk plays go. We saw a lot of these things. And I really, and it reminded me, like now looking in retrospect and watching week two and watching them absolutely waylay our Las Vegas Raiders, I think one thing is clear that, like, Playing on emotion is such a big thing in the yes. NFL. You see, yes. you, the Jets on week one uh. were the Raiders at the end of 2020. Amen, yes. dude. They were playing way above their talent level, and they shellacked a team that they had no business being a part of. I mean, Zach Wilson beating Josh Allen, that happened zero out of a billion times, but it happened on that Monday night game because the team rallied around adversity. That's yeah, what happened. Yeah. And so. You know, maybe the Raiders kind of had that mentality too. Like, ooh, maybe they're not as good as what we thought. You know, mm. when they had this game plan going in where Josh Jacobs was going to run the football, they were going to do all these things. And Josh Jacobs had, what, nine, nine, 19 carries or nine carries, whatever it was, for negative two yards. Yeah. And he got punked by a linebacker on an interception. Like, none of the stuff that we planned for worked out. And I think, you know, I don't know if the team was, you know, kind of maybe looking onward or just kind of assuming that maybe the talent level of the team they were playing is wasn't going to be what it was but like holy cow like we did learn in a big way that like we ain't there yet yeah we just ain't there yet i think mcdaniels like the next four or five games <laughs> you're gonna get turned on real quick if you don't oh, like you know like yes. i think that's kind of where we're headed and because the, there's the, those of there's a lot that's already turned on him yes and then yeah. there's a bunch of us in the middle that, mm -hmm. Yes, that are like mm -hmm. man are pulling for him because we uh -huh. want we want the Raiders to be great. Sure, you know? but you'll lose that middle. But you boy, yeah, uh -huh. listen, well, fast. And that's, and that's it, man. You know, if if we go out next Sunday night or this coming Sunday night and put in another one like this. A lot of those middle guys are going to start going. Might they're be gonna, me. It might be. It might be a lot of yeah, us. You know. Yeah, I mean, you're yeah. going to see a lot of those guys kind of like what you said. Like this is a turning point. Yeah. Like you know, you hate to say that in week three of the 2023 right. NFL season that it's already like a must win. That's what. But it is. Yeah. We're yeah. here. Yeah. We're here. Yeah. If we open up at home on prime time and right. all that stuff, and we shit the bed again, yeah. we're going to see the media. We're going to see ESPN, mm -hmm. NFL Network, everyone going. What are the what's Mark Davis going to do? Yeah. You know, how many more times is he going to get embarrassed? You know, all this kind of stuff. I mean, you know, Patrick Graham might, you know, he, he may just drive straight home and oh, not come back. Yeah. You know what I mean? But like, I mean, this is a pivotal game. Like, it's huge. Because I watched that Steelers game because I wanted to kind of see, you know, I mean, I, I watch every football game that comes on, but I really did want to see like, and man, their defense, I, I know like they pick it's like, you know, not, I don't want to call them average, whatever, mid, whatever, but the, it was it wasn't bad, you know. So like, I, I am a little concerned, but I do think we can beat them. But man, y'all better bring it, and it's at home too. Man, don't shit the yeah. bed at home. Yeah. Home opener yeah. on Sunday night, like. Man, I know this is this and especially against the Steelers because I'm one of well, those. Well, we're gonna get to all that. We're gonna get to yeah. all that. Too. I'm in the we're middle, good. and I really need them to right right the ship, and it's only the third game. Right. That's what's really uh, upsetting. Yeah. Well, and I think, we, you know, <laughs> game threes to me are highly underrated. Oh. And because, like, if you look even across sports, you look at, like, a series, right? Yeah. And, like, in the NBA or, or, or baseball playoffs, whatever, the third game is huge because after the third game, you're either 3-0, and oh, mm. which is basically it's kind of over, especially in a, in a seven-game series. Mm. You're 0-3, yeah. oh which means it's over the wrong direction, <laughs> right? 
Like, and, and even in, in an NFL season, 0-3 last year, how we opened up, it was like, okay, well, we're, we suck. <laughs> we're going to suck, you know what I mean, like eight more times now because we only won six games. Sure. So, uh, so th- those are like, the, but even the middle of that, if you end, if you go into game three and you're one and two, not good, but you can be two and one. And so that game yep. three is really pivotal, I think. I think it's pivotal for psyche. I think it's pivotal for just the, the energy and the emotion around it. And so we'll, we'll see. I Also, too, I'll say this, and, and shout out um, Raider Worm in there. Yeah. Uh, big Worm, uh, who said uh, Rob Ryan should take over the defense. Mm. We talked about that I'm yesterday. Just going to say, Jeff and I were talking yesterday that, you know, before head coaches get fired, coordinators start getting yeah, get, start getting checked off first before recording. You've got Rob Ryan in the building. He's a former defensive coordinator, had decent success with the Raiders in the past and other levels of success around the league. But he's a senior defensive assistant, I think is his title right, or something right, like that. Right. He's basically your de facto defensive coordinator in the wings. Right. And how many games, Jeff? Do we need to surrender? I mean, because you got, okay, go back to Michelle's point. This Pittsburgh team is not that great offensively. Defensively, they're bananas. Mm -hmm. But if you let Kenny Pickett and Najee Harris, who's struggling, and we're going to get to that game, so I don't want to totally get in the weeds on that game, but in terms of, like, how long does Patrick Graham have before they just freaking tap out and put Rob in that spot. I mean, a couple more games probably. You know, I mean, I th- you know, I think they give him a little bit of a chance, a couple of home games maybe. But if we start shitting the bed on a fairly consistent basis, and even if we keep it close, but there's a lot of boneheaded kind of stuff, if we if we even if we win shootout games where it's a 37-34 kind of game, which I don't think we're a team that is going to do that. We're I mean, not a shootout. We're team, not no. a shootout yeah. kind of team. But uh, but you know, but if we if we get into one of those, if we start letting a ass load of points go through, I think he's gone after a couple more games. You know, I mean, and I could be wrong, and we said that all year last year, and and yeah. and nothing happened. So you know, I don't know. But uh, but yeah, I mean, it's you know, this this game couldn't be more important. But if that does happen, and Patrick Graham gets the axe, you know, and we kind of talked about it a little bit yesterday off the air. You know, uh, Rob Ryan is a likable guy. Mm. The defense, the guys, they love this. They love dude. him some and Rob they, Ryan, yeah. and and we've seen how this team plays when they're rallying behind a guy that they love. Right. That's you know, true. you know, you know, That's you know, good Rich, Rich Basaccia is the yeah. prime example yeah. of that. Yeah. Playing above your talent level because you like the guy that's leading you. So, yeah. you know, so I think that it's such a good move on the Raiders to have Rob Ryan in the building on a consistent basis where he's ready to jump in and he'll be ready to jump in day one. Yeah. Absolutely. You know? Yeah. I mean, listen, <laughs> I'm, I'm almost ready to fire Patrick Graham right now, but like, the fact that there's zero pressure coming from, like, I, I just, I don't understand. Like, in my mind, that's like defense 101. Let's at least get pressure on the quarterback. Like, if you're not getting that, what what is his plan? Like, what is his, and if that's his plan, and these are the guys he picked, well, he picked wrong then. Like, I don't yeah. understand. I just don't understand. I, I well, just, and that's what, but, and, I, and I think that even, that that responsibility lies heavier on, on McDaniels and Ziegler. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, and that's yeah, what, yeah. like, you know what I mean? Well, because, like, Paul Gunther, they, Gruden held on to him for so damn long. Like, I was just wondering, like, <sighs> and, I mean, I know maybe we don't need another defensive coordinator with the 
PG as their <laughs> no initials. More PGs. No more P. Maybe no more P or G. I don't know. Hey, let's go rated R. Oh. Yeah. Oh, there you yeah. go. See what I did? Yeah. See what there I did? Go. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. So good stuff hey, there. And, and respect to uh, Raider Central yeah, Live so, in the chat. That's yeah. Mikey, man. Oh, cool. Much hey, respect Mikey. to Mikey. Much love, buddy. Absolutely. But Much I'm love. And I'm shout out everybody in the chat room. Then let's hit a break and let's talk about next week. Absolutely. We're, we're moving this one on. In the rear view. We're moving yes. on. Yeah. Uh, Tony Shepard, Rev Raiders in there. What's up, Rev? Uh, Space Beast, Paul, Mojo. Uh, let's see. Raider Loco, Just Win Wendy, uh, Mikey. Uh, Mikey. Yeah, uh, Gladiator Raider. And I want to give respect to Laker Nation oh, in the yeah. chat right there. Okay. He says, because he says the last time that the Raiders had a great defense, Rob Ryan was your defensive That's coordinator. That's the damn you truth. Know what I mean? Come on, man. Come on. Oh, it's my turn again. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Hey, this Pete Cox. Ten seconds of silence. Just press the damn button. Yeah, back in the old days, baby. And you're listening to Murph and Uncle Mosh, who happens to have the same hair as me. Check it out. Raiders fan radio. This is Kevin, the Raider nerd, live at the Oakland Raiders tailgate. Raiders! We got, we got Girl Rilla, say hey, got uh, Uncle Marsh and Mark. I love you guys, much love from the black hole, baby, just win. All right, we appreciate everybody joining us live tonight uh, here in the Fan Cave at youtube.com slash Raiders Fan Radio, where we are uh, we're talking about the Raiders. And so uh, let's talk about the Raiders that are, not the mm-hmm. Raiders that aren't. Yes. The Raiders aren't playing Buffalo anymore, but we are playing the Pittsburgh uh, Steelers. Pittsburgh. And as, as my, my, uh, my Uncle Murph, who I got my moniker from, uh, as he used to say, it's a shame that that town is named after a frozen block of urine. <laughs> um, and, so, and that's what our, our show title is tonight, uh, is, is about Pittsburgh. And so we're going to talk about this game against Pittsburgh. And I'm going to start off this segment with this, Michelle. Okay. For anybody that's already thinking, it's over. <laughs> It's not over. It's early. And we're always going to default. The times when you feel most desperate and you think that it's over, we're going to default to the wise, wise words of one Bluto Blutarski. What? <laughs> over? Did you say over? Nothing is over until we decide it is. Was it over when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor? <laughs> Hell no! Germans? Forget it, he's rolling. It ain't over now. Because when the going gets tough, the tough get going. Who's with me? Let's go. Come on. What the f*** happened to the Delta I used to know? Where's the spirit? Where's the guts? Huh? This could be the greatest night of our lives. But you're gonna let it be the worst. Oh, we're afraid to go with you, Bluto. We might get in trouble. Well, just kiss my ass from now on! Not me! I'm not gonna take this! Let's go! 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 Let's go!
Let's go, Raiders. Let's go kick the shit out of the Pittsburgh Steelers, man. Let's freaking go, man. All right, so I've got to... Listen, there's been a theme in this offseason and even in the early part of this this, this season, and and a lot of comments that I've had, this is not... um, Old guy versus young guy. This is not like old fan versus new fan. New fan that has experienced the shit show that has been the Oakland and Las Vegas Raiders. It's a very relevant thing. That is your experience. So it's not about comparison. That said, for older guys that have been around this thing for a hot minute, it has been like that for a long freaking time. Since well before you were born, okay? So... That said, I've I've also wanted to express to younger fan how dominant and how good and how much of a what's the word I'm looking for here? What, like you hear Al Davis referred to as the Maverick a lot, right? Sure. The Raiders were the trendsetters. The Raiders were the ones to do things first. The Raiders were the ones trailblazers. The trailblazer. Thank yeah. you. That spirit of the Raiders is still there. Now, the success on the field is not. But the idea that, like, the Raiders haven't been in this current state forever. And once upon a time, we were the most dominant, if not one of the most dominant franchises in the NFL, if not the entirety of the sports landscape. During that time in which we were dominant in the 70s, our biggest rival was the Pittsburgh Squealers. Right. That's the bottom line. So I understand why people hate the Patriots. I don't care for them either. But the Patriots didn't keep us from winning a championship. Walt Coleman did. Okay? The Pittsburgh Steelers kept us from winning more championships than anybody in the history of this league. So while I will I will encourage you to don't stop hating the Patriots. You can hate whatever the hell you want. <laughs> But I would encourage you to look at the past and look at what the relationship and the, the, the rivalry has been between the Raiders and the Steelers over the years. Because if you're not familiar with it, you will see why guys like our Uncle Mosh hates the Steelers right? almost more than he hates the Chiefs. Like, almost more than he hates our division rivals. Because the Steelers were the ones that, and we're gonna, I'm going to play a clip here for you, the, the Raiders, if it weren't for the existence of the Steelers, might have six Lombardi trophies. Like, totally. And, and that's not hyperbole. Like, that is the absolute truth. So, and they didn't like each other. So, that rivalry, while it's in a distant past, still exists between these two teams. And so, I love it. And, and I had a blast today when I went through looking, scouring for some sound bites and stuff. I had so much fun going back and watching some of the old videos and what because it's like we get so downtrodden. Anybody listen to this last segment of us talking about this game against the Bills? It's just three sad sacks up here talking about how <laughs> shitty our team is. Well, once upon a time, that was not the story of the Raiders. And even though it was a long time ago and before many of you were born, it still exists. It right. still happened. Mm-hmm. And it's freaking almost curse right there. It, <laughs> where's my damn what? Yeah, hit it. It's still awesome to go back and to see these Raiders like in the height of glory and to right. see George Atkinson and Phil Villapiano and Tatum and Sistrunk Sistrunk smoking cigarettes in the locker room <laughs> after beating the freaking Steelers like I'm just like it's just it's awesome so anyways 
if you haven't seen any of that stuff, check it out. But anyways, I'm going to turn it over to JT the Brick and Eric Allen on the Silver and Black Today Show. And they do a much more eloquent job, JT, and that's why he's a pro and I'm a schmuck in a freaking by bonus room with a microphone. Listen to JT talk about the significance of the Raiders and Steelers rivalry and the importance of this game coming up. Everyone who put on the silver and black, including you, know the history of this rivalry. A lot of it happened in the 70s with the Rooney family, Mr. Davis, and all of a sudden they don't play in the same division, but this was the marquee show that everybody wanted to see. The Raiders could comfortably have six or seven Super Bowls yeah. downstairs Lombardi's That's right. if they didn't fall to the Steelers in some of the biggest games of all time. So every player in this building has to understand what this rivalry means. It's Sunday night football. Ken Stabler's family is going to get their ring. It's going to be just a loud atmosphere, and the whole world is going to be watching. This is the moment where the Raiders need to step up. They had a good win against Denver, a bad loss against the Bills. They have to play a better game. Let's have a full 60 minutes of Raider football against a rival. Yeah, I think Raider Nation's going to expect that. And if the players who are playing in this football game don't understand this great rivalry and what it means, both outstanding Hall of Famers all throughout uh, the, the history of these football teams, it's so important for the fan base to understand and the players to understand how important Every game is, but when you play the Steelers and all the history behind the opportunities they took away from this organization and those AFC championship games, they have to understand on Sunday night. All right, so you hear Eric Allen talk about that, the significance of what happened in all those AFC championship games long ago. Here's the story bet between the, 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 the Steelers and the Raiders in, in the postseason. December 23rd, 1972, the divisional playoff. That's the immaculate deception. Raiders lose. Divisional playoff the next year, 1973, uh, the Raiders win 33-14. The next year is the conference championship, Pittsburgh Steelers, they beat us. The next year is the conference championship against the Pittsburgh Steelers, excuse me, from 74, we jumped to 76, against the Pittsburgh Steelers. We lose again. So twice, they knocked us out of an AFC championship game. Four times, they knocked us out of the playoffs during that run before we finally got a hold of them. December 26, 1976, and I'm going to play a clip uh, in a minute about that. We finally beat the Steelers. But, like, if you look at, so you've got one, two, three, four championships. At a minimum, the freaking Steelers kept the Raiders from winning, and two of those were in the goddamn AFC championship game, Jeff. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I mean, and I love that you brought up, uh, you know, you brought up some of the the hard hitters, some of the legends of Raider past, you know, folks like Villapiano, uh, George Atkinson. I mean, George Atkinson got sued by the Steelers and stupid ass <laughs> Lynn Swan and saying that we're, you know, you know, doing the criminal, criminal elements or criminal elements of the league or whatever, whatever. So, you know, so I mean, this the Steeler Raider game is always personal. It always just hits home just a little bit more because of our past. And I'm a new Raiders fan. I didn't see any of that shit. I wasn't alive for any of that shit. But I understand the reverence of that, and I understand the rivalry of what it is. And then, oh, yeah, to add a little stank on it, I didn't realize until JT just said so. The Staplers are getting Kenny's yeah. ring to, uh, oh, yeah. on yeah. Sunday. And they're doing it pregame, Michelle. That was like, going to be a halftime ceremony. They shifted to pregame, so it should be televised. Oh, wow. Yeah, so they better be channeling 
the like the team needs to be channeling all of this. Like, and I'm assuming they are, but man, if you do it for anything, do it for Snake. Like, man, just Let's do go. it. Let's ah. go. Like, if mm-hmm. you're gonna do anything, they all better be, and they all know it. I mean, the players know this history, and but they better be pumping these sound bites and all of this information. And man, channel that angst and that anger and all of that, and. And put it out on the field. That's what I want to see. Absolutely. But uh, that'll be cool that we get to see that. I like, hope that we get. Yeah, yeah, I'm hoping they're going to televise yeah, it. Yeah, that would be. Yeah. That's so cool that they're that's doing that. That's so yeah. cool that they're doing and that. And you better win. They're doing that. You better, you better not lose. Better Boy, it's going to be ugly. Oh my gosh, I'm telling you, man. <laughs> so I'm going to read. I'm going to. I won't read through the whole thing, but I found an article. So for those of you that you don't want to go down and chase down all this stuff, I'll just give it to you here. An article. I found an article by Mark Purdy. Uh, the uh, San Jose Mercury News. This goes back to 2013, so this is 10 freaking years ago. Uh, but he says the Raiders of Pittsburgh, they're going to play. Uh, let's see. Um, he says it won't be as tough as the Raiders-Steelers games of 40 years ago. I'm thinking here about the 74 AFC Championship game won by Pittsburgh. After one play, Steelers defensive lineman Mean Joe Green blatantly kicked Oakland center Jim Otto in the groin just moments after Pittsburgh defender Ernie Holmes spit in the face of Raiders offensive lineman Gene Upshot at the bottom of a pile. No penalty flags were thrown on either play. If they had been, Green or Otto probably would have picked up the yellow hankies, chewed them into tiny bits of fabric, and then forced the referees to swallow the pieces. The old Raiders and Steelers didn't want anyone to get in the way of their mutual animosity. I bring this up for several reasons. Before Sunday's game, current Raiders or Steelers uh, players would tell you to study up on the rivalry's rich history during the 70s and do their best to resurrect it. At the most, both teams are scuffling along with two and four records, searching for uh, for their identities. Sound familiar? Yeah. To my hunch, it's that none of them remember the two teams' active rosters or could identify a picture of Rocky Blyer or Phil Villapiano. Someone should tell these current players that not only that if terms of inspiration, they can learn much from old game films than, than new video games. Uh, and it's laughable to talk about others. He goes on to talk about how other rivalries are spoke of, the Niners and the Seahawks, the Patriots, Jets. And he says nothing exists today that equals those legendary Steelers-Raiders matchups. With Hall of Famers on both sides, it began in 1972 uh, when we met for the Immaculate Deception. Um, and, he, and he goes on more and more, uh, talks about it. Um, but there was a part here at the end that just ab- absolutely cracked me up. When this is what Jeff was referring to. Especially delicious, however, is a chapter about the 1977 trial when the rivalry spilled over into the courtroom. Steelers coach Chuck Knoll was sued for slander by the Raiders defensive back George Atkinson. The previous year after a regular season game, Knoll had accused Atkinson of a dirty hit and said you have a criminal element in every society and apparently we have it in the NFL too. Atkinson's attorney was Willie Brown, the future mayor of San Francisco, uh, who in his opening statement said the Steelers are the leading cheap shot artists in pro football. Um, so the, and he goes on to tell about how the testimony turns out. But um, it's this is like just going back and reading this and hearing that, and it it really lines out how important this rivalry is, how fierce it was, how both of them were dirty. They you know they they and and I would say it, it, nowadays context it's considered dirty. Back then, it was within the rule set. It was what you could get away with. Sure. And the Raiders were the absolute kings of pushing to the line and just towing over the line. It was still within the context of the game. It was still within the rule set of the game. And that came down to the NFL literally making rules 
against the Raiders. There are so many Raider rules in the rule book. Um, and so, anyways, I'm going to play a clip here from America's Game. But before we do that, I saw we've got a bunch of super chats coming in. Yep. Let's shout out all those and uh, and also uh, uh, read their comments, Jeff, please. Yep, absolutely. So, uh, so Hooligan Nation came in and said, let's go, baby. Uh, $20 donation to the One Nation Foundation. So much respect to you, Hooligan. Yep. Yep, absolutely. Um, and then Pineapple, who said, started my fandom watching Raider games in the black and white TV. Steeler hatred is deep with a $50 donation hey, to the One you. Nation Foundation. Much respect. And then uh, Frankie Mosqueda, the unholy roller Raider, uh, with a $2 donation to the One Nation Foundation, says, nice shirt swag. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, that's the shirt that he that's had made. That's the shirt that he had right made, on. for Thank sure. You, yeah, I'm ro- if you're on the audio, I'm rocking the Tom Flores shirt. And then uh, and then Ty Davis, who just said, uh, one of the greatest rivalries in NFL history. Let's go get this dub. Raider Nation for life, like the great Al Davis said, just win, baby. Let's go. With a $5 donation hey, as well. Thank you, much, Ty. much respect. Much respect. And yeah, I mean, we're, I mean, we, we got to, we got to see. And, and Max Crosby's the guy to do it. You know what I mean? Like, uh, Max. Out of everyone on this team, he understands what that rivalry is uh, now. You know, he understands that, uh, you know, I mean, because, you know, he talks with Phil Villapiano all the time. You know, I mean, Max really, truly. And Greg Townsend. And Greg Townsend. I mean, he talks to all these guys. But, I mean, you know, I mean, in the in the training camp or whatever, you see Villapiano and Max chopping it up and stuff like that. So, Max gets it. So, you know, so we need to see that channeled, uh, you know, on Sunday night for sure. So. Absolutely. So here we are in the regular season and um, give you the tail of the tape. Uh, first off, Kenny Pickett, okay, quarterback for the Steelers, try to become the first Steelers quarterback to win a road start versus the Raiders since, any guesses, what year? Uh, would it be like the 90s or something like sure that? Sure is. Neil O'Donnell, Neil O'Donnell in 1995. Is what I was guess. Holy yeah. cow. Ben Roethlisberger was 0-4. Against Ooh. the freaking Raiders, all time, all time, and so we win the all. We have the all time regular season edge. We lead that series fourteen to eleven. The Raiders are eight and four at home and six and seven on the road. Uh, and then, uh, of course, I mentioned earlier the the, the postseason. We're tied three to three, uh, and then the current streak is one. The Raider, uh, the Steelers beat us obviously last year in the freaking frozen tundra up there. Um, when uh, so uh, let's see. Chef, oh, yeah. Chef B has become a member for three months. Oh, thank you, Chef much B. Respect. Right on, man. Thank you so much. Yep. Uh, send Michelle your email, Michelle at RaidersFanRadio.com, and she will send you that one-of-a-kind print. Show, show them the card print there, Michelle. Let's see me the camera there. There we go. There you go. So uh, nice. th- that's going to be uh, numbered and signed uh, just for you, and so we will get that out in the mail to you right away. So Michelle at RaidersFanRadio.com. Yes. Thank you, Chef B. All right, enough of enough, enough from me about this stupid Steelers thing. Um, well, it's not stupid Steelers thing. They're the stupid Steelers. They are right. Uh, but let's let's check in. So this this is a little bit uh, crack a frosty beverage, sit back in your chair, okay. and uh, let's listen to the dulcet tones of one Lawrence Fishburne, uh, Morpheus, if you need him, as he narrates uh, the importance of the Raiders beating the Steelers back in the AFC Championship game to make their first Super Bowl. Only one team stood between the Raiders and the Super Bowl, the Pittsburgh Steelers. We're going to have to play our best next week because we've been here before, and um, uh, damn it, uh, this is a hurdle that we got to get over. 
For the third year in a row, Oakland was playing Pittsburgh for the AFC Championship. With the Raiders and the Steelers, it's not whether you win or lose, it's whether you've got Blue Cross. All the hype was meaningless. This was the big one. The Raiders had to win. Swan, Atkinson, what Pittsburgh said, rivalry, it didn't mean anything at this point. But we're this close to the Super Bowl, and we can't let this one get away from us. This is Bill King at the Oakland Coliseum, the home of the Oakland Raiders. Time and again, they've arrived at this point, the AFC Championship game, only to be, in one way or another, bitterly disappointed. The Steelers were not at full strength. Their two best running backs had been injured the week before against Baltimore. Their excuse was not having Franco and Rocky Blyer. Woulda, shoulda, coulda. Take the guys you got and go win. The game that we lost, I mean, we didn't have any excuses. I mean, they beat us. They beat the devil out of us. And you gotta dance with the girl that you brought. A lot of people were saying, oh, you guys are lucky you didn't have them. I wanted Franco, and I wanted Rocky. I wanted everybody. I wanted their coach to suit up. I wanted to hit them all. And a handoff goes to... There you go, Phil. I love Phil, man. Mr. Big Shot Frenchie Fuqua was not good enough for them anymore. He was good enough when, when Jack Tatum nailed him and the ball bounced over to Franco, but now he wasn't good enough. They had their people, and we stuck it to him. He fires one, and Fuqua can't hold. I wish that game could have gone on for 17 quarters. The Steelers got what they deserved. They got a nice butt kick in that afternoon. Stabler gets to Clarence Davis. He dies. a time that we took over. I mean, there was a time that Miami had taken over. There was a time that Pittsburgh had taken over, and it was our turn to take over and dominate them. Here comes the rush. He gets rid of it. been criticized for not being able to win the big one. John as a head coach not being able to win the big one. Me as a quarterback not being able to win the big one. After the game was in hand, that was like a piano falling off your back. Two minutes to the Super Bowl. Two minutes to the Super Bowl. The Super Bowl really exists for the Oakland Raiders. All along they've been thinking it was somebody's crazy illusion. Ten seconds to go. The Raider crusade ended as it had begun 16 games earlier with George Atkinson crossing paths with Lynn Swan. George Atkinson has him. They're both standing up. The field is being engulfed by humanity. But this time, the only casualty was the Steelers' reign as world champions. Let's go. Oh, God. Let's go. <laughs> You're Let's crying. Go. Yeah, right? Jeez. I'm not crying. That gives me chills. That yeah. fires me up, man. I know we're not playing for a championship here. But it's the freaking Steelers, man. Let's go, Raiders. Let's go kick their freaking ass. <laughs> Hearing that footage, like, it just, man. Listen, I'm sure other teams have cool footage. I don't know. I, probably not. Probably not. I was trying to be nice. Um, but hearing that, like, man, it gives you such, like, I, I guess reverence isn't the word. I don't know what the word is. But it just gives you such a, like, pride in the team that you follow. And it, it you would think, like, hearing all of that and knowing all of that, you would want to carry that legacy 
with you. Amen. You know, and man, yeah. I just hearing that, yeah, it just makes you want to bust through your wall over <laughs> here. <laughs> well, you know, Jeff, we've talked about that a little bit this year. Is that like, you know, that Raiders team, those teams, we'll say, of the 70s and the, and the early 80s, you can't replicate in 2023 yeah. what they were like. But there is a world where you can take that spirit and that character and the mystique and all that and form that into something for 2023, right? Yeah, absolutely, man. You know, you, we can create the 2023 version of that, you know? I mean, li like you said earlier, you know, that those teams of the 70s and even into the 80s and stuff like that, you know, they were making cheap shots. They were towing that line, and they were pushing the line a little bit. You know, Al Davis had a sign hanging in the locker room that said, rule number one, cheating is, cheating is encouraged. Rule number two, see number one. You know what I mean? So, like, you know, they understood that, like, let, let's see how much we can get away with here. You know, I mean, that's what I, the Broncos are doing. That's what, what that Kareem, right that's what that right? Kareem Jackson, Jackson is doing. Guy? Yeah. A hundred percent. And we saw that the, the bills guy do the same thing. I just got a notification on my phone. Uh, Devonte Addison, uh, Devonte Adams cri criticizes out of control safety, Taylor rap mm. who freaking laid him out on a play. Like, come on, man. Like, you know, so some of these guys are doing that. Like, okay. Let's play Raider football and let's, let's do it. Let's freaking go, yeah. man. Stand let's up go. for your boys, dude. Let's yeah. go. Good stuff, Swag Jeff. Good stuff. All right, let's uh, let's hit the sea of fans and because uh, more of them and less of us is a good thing. Ab absolutely. Uh, what? Okay, I'll do that. <laughs> Just hit the damn button. Or... Well, I, I was going to say something else, and I forgot. Just press the damn button, nerd. I remember. We'll pause it. Play it. What do you got to say? Well, we didn't talk shit about what we were going to expect about the 2023 game. All right, let's do that. All right. We'll, we'll, okay, well, okay. I'll, uh, you lead. Turn, yeah. What are you expecting? Who are you looking at? So we've got all these positions and, you know, all the adversity that we've faced through the course of the, of the first two games of the season. Who needs to have a big game? Who are you looking at to be the guy to change the season narrative? I think everybody in the entirety of the offense. Mm. There's they're so scrappy. They fly around the ball in defense. They they will tow that line. Then they've got ballers on that. I mean, TJ Watt, you know, Fitzpatrick, you know, that that the guy with Hightower, Highsmith, whatever it was that returned that that touchdown against against Cleveland the other night. Like that defense is is legit. Now that game against the Browns was very penalty filled. There was a ton of turnovers. Like it was a very sloppy game, but they are relentless on defense and kind of always have been. That's a hallmark of not only the Pittsburgh Steelers, but of Mike Tomlin coached football teams. Uh, as much as we hate the Steelers, I've for a long time, like I like Mike Tomlin. I, I like the, his approach to the game. I like the, like his, his demeanor, the way coach. he got. He's a great freaking coach. Like, I've, as much as we've had coaching turnover in all of our years since he's been, you know, a stalwart for the Steelers, I've often thought, like, man, well, the like, Steelers, why can't we have... The what? Steelers have had, what, three coaches? Three coaches. Like, Noel, uh, Chuck yeah. Noel, Bill Cower, and Mike Tomlin. That's it. I mean, that's crazy. It's unbelievable. Yeah. It's unbelievable. Yeah. 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 Well, you? and I know, like, you said single player, but I, I think I, I want to see points scored and I want to see some turnovers. So, like, I want to see pressure on the quarterback. And I've heard Scott, uh, my guys at Silver Bucket. Oh, there you go. Represent. Um, talk all week about complimentary football. Like, he's been saying yes. that. Like, yeah, many, yeah, yeah, many yeah, times. yeah. That's what I want to see. I, I, I want to see. We got to score points if we're going to win. 
but we also have to create some turnovers. Right. I haven't seen a whole lot of that. And I know it's just game three, but that's just what I want to see. Sure. But I do think Josh Jacobs, too, I want to see him yes. have a good game. I want to see him eat. have a good and, and the offensive line's got to help him do that. Well, so, I, and that's, yeah, and that's kind of where, I, where I'm going with that. You know, obviously, you know, yes, we want to see Josh Jacobs, you know, you know, start to eat, start to get some runs, start to get some positive yards in a game for once. Um, but, you know, but I think if I was going to narrow it down to one player on the offensive side of the ball, it's someone that, you know, maybe a lot of people wouldn't think of, but Jermaine Illuminor. Oh. I need to see that dude shut down T.J. Watt because he's playing like a man possessed. T.J. Watt has started the season oh. just on fire, like, on fire, yeah. dude. So Jermaine Illuminor, play the game of your life, bro. Like, keep him, keep mm. Garoppolo's jersey clean. Yeah. You know, we still haven't seen a sack, yeah. right? I'm, uh, he didn't get sacked in the Bills game, uh-uh. did he? Did he? I don't no. think so. No, yeah. I mean, you know, there was definitely some, you know, areas Pressure, of improvement yeah. on the offensive line for the running game. Mm-hmm. You know, which, you know, I know... TJ Watt is electric and all that stuff, but I don't think the 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 their run defense is like elite mm. by any means. You know, I mean it's all right. I mean it's you know probably better than ours. I mean aside, yeah. well, you know? I mean Chubb's injury was mm. awful, oh, and and, and my, man, I mean prayers up to him. He I, might I mean, be done. Done. I, I, yeah, I think he might be that. forever that's, done. That's and, that. and that's and that's sad. That was that was that was that was a brutal brutal injury. Yeah. Um, so he was having a great game, but he's. An elite player. Um, mm-hmm. Then the running game kind of, you know, took a downturn once he came off the field. But Josh Jacobs should be mm-hmm. that caliber of player of a Nick Chubb. So yeah, absolutely, he should he sh- he should have a day. Um, but yeah, but to go to the other side of the ball, like like, like you know, we're talking about like offensively, like they're not that great. And I and I'm hoping this could be a, you know, going into the season, I said that Max is going to be a candidate for Defensive Player of the Year. Here's the game mm. where you start that conversation. Take over a game. Take over a damn game. Go sack, you know, Kenny Pickett three times. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that. that's the kind of thing that I think we need to see is that, you know, seeing him, uh, you know, and the Restorators, of course, but, you know, at night, you know, the Lanai doors maybe even open yeah. with the Vegas skyline in the background. Like, you know, like you, you talked about, you know, giving the, the, the Stabler family the ring, mm. you know, they're going to be lighting the torch. Like, there's going to be a lot of emotion involved in this, and it's going to be on prime time. It's going to be for the world to see. Like, that's the kind of time you want to see Max Crosby freaking light it up on defense. But he can't do it alone, and that's the thing. But uh, being that they're weak on offense, this might be the kind of day or night when – their defense finally kind of gets yeah. going a little bit. Let's you know? activate Nestor Jade. Oh. I'm with you on that. That's an Come honor. On, I'd Come also on. like to see Jimmy G spread the ball around a little bit because he gets it's. Uh, is um Jacoby Myers is he He's supposed to come back? Coming he's back. He's practiced okay. today. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Because and I know like the Hunter Renfro thing. Like, what's going on with that? Like, and if you are thinking you want to trade him, give him. Give him some runs so he can. Yeah. Well, or just so do it can, already. Or just yeah, or just like, do it already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I spread it around, like, because then you sort of become locked in onto one player. Well, then they're just gonna stay on top of that guy. Absolutely, so. absolutely. A uh, uh, lot, lot of talk there in in the chat room. We appreciate you guys. Space Beast says run jet sweeps all all game long. I'm with <laughs> you. Trey nice, Tucker yeah. play was amazing. <laughs> uh, Paul Edgerton says, uh, can we see adjustments on the fly instead of waiting too yeah. long? Absolutely, and I, you know, that's, I want to get totally in the weeds on that because I do want to get to see a fans, but, oh, like, yeah. that's been something that I think is has been interesting 
in following McDaniels in his Raiders career is that when he was with the Patriots, they were the kings of that, mm-hmm. of that adjustment on the fly. Um, you know, the conversations have been started. It was it Brady or is it Belichick? And a lot of people are leaning towards Brady. Was that part of it? Was it Brady's ability to to dissect the defense and to, and to change things on the fly, or is that Josh McDaniels? I don't know, man. We're gonna we're gonna certainly find out. Um, but yes, I'm I'm with you on that. Uh, let's see. Um, just when Wendy says Jimmy said an hour ago, he has to get the ball to Renfro this week, so we'll see. So there you Still go. It. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Let's like let's, let's then go. Michael Mayer, Hunter Renfro, oh, you got yeah. Jacoby Myers healthy, Trey Tucker. Like we got a lot of lot of lot of receiving opportunities here. Austin Hooper. Like let's see some two tight end sets. Maybe you know if blocking is truly the challenge. Like we're hearing from a lot of people that like well Austin uh, not Austin uh, Michael Mayer isn't getting on the field as much because he's got the the challenge with his blocking. Well then put him in a two tight end set. Mm. Let Austin Hooper block and let him go run around and go catch passes. Yep. Let him go be Dave Casper while while freaking Austin Hooper is you know Raymond Chester. Like there you know what you I'm go. saying? Like hundred percent. Anyway. Couldn't agree more. All right, so let's go ahead and jump in and see fans. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. There he is, fading, looking, looking, looking. He's under the gun. He's tied, he's thrown. It is. All right, we appreciate you, chat room. Appreciate Tony Shefford in there, Paul Edgerton, Road Code. Uh, Gianluca Morelli is in there. Just When Windy is in there. Space Beast is in there. Bart S. Uh, <laughs> that's funny. Like Bart Simpson. Uh, oh, nice. Yeah, Charles Washington is in there. Stacy Ruff is in there. Ryan Wrangle is in there. Uh, Ryan Wrangle had some uh, real kind words for us uh, on the uh, Uncle Mosh episode. He said he was a newer uh, newer subscriber to the show, and he said Uncle Mosh was everything that, that we hyped him up to be. Oh, cool. And so we appreciate you, Ryan Wrangle. Uh, let's see. Uh, Rodolph's Sanatorium is in there. Uh, Frankie Mosqueda. Uh, Deep H2O is in there. Eduardo is in there. Dank Vader is in there. Uh, Ty Davis is in there. Uh, Big Mike, Big Mike uh, is in there. Chef B is in there. Uh, so many of our good friends, the Grumpy Raider fan, uh, Joseph Allen. Man, wow, tons of folks in there. We appreciate you very, very much. And so uh, you can be a part, M85, Jay Jackson. Uh, you can be a part of the show uh, numerous ways. Uh, one is to join the chat room. Uh, Roland Dubs uh, is in there. Uh, you can join the chat room at youtube.com slash Raiders Fan Radio each and every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern. Uh, or you can uh, call the show at 909-345-3346. 
That's 909-345-3346. Or you can email the show. And if you email the show an indefinite amount of times uh, or call the show and leave your message three times, uh, you can become a made man or a made woman. And I've got, I forgot to put on the notes, we've got a new made man today. Oh, nice. Oh, good. We've got a new made man, good, and, good, it's, good. and it's off the emails. Oh, okay. So I'll, I'll just, I'll hit the music when you get there. Oh, cool. uh, but we appreciate you very much, Raider Nation, for, uh, for sending it, because we want to hear from you. The show is best when it's conversational. Send us your message and leave a voicemail. And if you're new to leaving voicemails, just keep it under three minutes. Otherwise, Google Voice will come and get you. Uh, so we appreciate Michelle, who's going to read you all the emails tonight. And Michelle, who do we have? All right. We've got Wendy first. Wendy! Uh, <laughs> waves one hand. Feel that. Yay, Daniel Carlson. Signed, oh, embarrassed. My gosh. Yeah, we're all embarrassed. P.S. Hope our QB1 regains his sight. HR 13 was open, and a few more guys were too. PPSS. Can someone please help Josh find holes in the O line? Oh, there weren't any. Okay. PPPSSS. Please don't just stand there and watch the Steelers catch the ball on Sunday. Fork that soft coverage. PPPPSSSSS. Sigh. Raider Nation, stop bashing your coach. I don't agree with his play calling half the time, but he's here for the season. Hugs to all. Just win, Wendy. Nice. Yeah, Wendy. Thank you. Yes. Okay. See, next we have DJ Lenny Danger. Hey, Lenny. Blessings, Murph, Swag, Michelle, and RFR family. Let me start off by saying that I'm not upset that we lost that game. I'm infuriated by the way we lost. While there's plenty of blame to throw around for that loss, my middle finger is pointing directly at the coaching staff. Their inability to make on-the-fly adjustments is mind-boggling. Sure, Jimmy G spot missed and open Adams and Renfro a few times while he had time in the pocket to get them the ball. Shit happens. No one said he was perfect. Yet again, the O-line failed to open any holes for Jacobs to get going. That's a crime in itself. How does the league's leading rusher end up with negative yards but was the second leading receiver in a position that we're deep in personnel? I've seen the Twitter birds flying at full speed questioning Jacobs' abilities. My question to them would be, did you watch the same game I watched? The guy couldn't take two steps after getting the ball. The Bills' defense stacked up the line because they didn't respect Jimmy's long ball therefore making it really hard for Jacobs to do anything on the ground. How about our defense? Wait, what defense? With the exception of their first drive, they were pretty much non-existent. As usual, Crosby was being held, clotheslined, double and triple teamed through most of the game. Yet the QB pressure was like my Lamborghini parked in my driveway. Invisible, because I don't own one. (laughs) (laughs) I said it last week, we had to clean a lot of things up if we wanted to make this game interesting. Seems like instead of putting in the work, they called Mary Maids to clean up, and that didn't work out. In conclusion, Crosby, Spillane, and Diablo did their thing. I think it's time to bring up some of our young pups and see what they can do on the defensive side of the ball. We're one and one and taking on the Steelers this week. Let's get that dub at home and send that fake nation back crying. This is DJ Lenny Danger, and I am out, out. All right. So DJ Lenny Danger has been uh, frequenting our chat room. Yeah. He's sent us now an indefinite amount of emails. Let's go. You're Let's the next made it. man. Welcome, Welcome to the, to the table. table. DJ Lenny Danger. You are a made man. You showed you are part of the family by participation. By chance, a man like yourself should make enemies, then they would become my enemies. Showing you are a friend of Raiders Fan Radio, you have leapt across the line. Friendship is everything. Friendship is more than talent. It is more than the government. It's almost equal to family. Be loyal 
made man, Raider fan. Someday, and that day may never come, I'll call upon you to do a service for me. But until that day, accept this as a gift. And don't ever forget, words can hurt more, but silence can break hearts. All right. Any danger. Love it. Love it. I love it. Not only is he is he a, a frequent emailer now, and of course, and he's a, a member, yeah. and, uh, and and also a participant in the chat room. But like when you got great takes like that, that just doubles it all up. Yeah, you know what I mean? No like kidding. it makes it real easy to make that call. So we appreciate you, uh, Lenny Danger. All right, who we got yeah. next? All right, we got Hooligan Nation. Hooligan, next. yeah. What's happening, RFR crew? Murph, the ever-shrinking Swag Jeff, and my favorite <laughs> F-bomb aficionado, Michelle. Made men, made women, and all the rest of you out there in social media land. Hooligan Nation Raider here, holding on to hope like the Bills were holding on to Crosby. <laughs> <laughs> so let's face it. We all knew going into Orchard Park to face the Bills was going to be a major challenge, to say the least. Then when you add turnovers, Josh Jacobs with negative yardage, the Zebras allowing our defensive ends to be blatantly held without one flag, and some very questionable calls by Jimmy G-String, makes the perfect recipe <laughs> for a blowout. I refuse to throw away my silver and black colored lenses and truly believe we will beat the Steelers. I still want to think we could continue to get better and win more games than some believe, but shit, <laughs> man, that was painful. Now, something I've been thinking about since Monday Night Football. Did y'all see that hit on Chubb? Damn, that oh. hurts to look at. Yeah. And now rumors are he could possibly have to even, oh, Oh, I no. didn't know what? this. What is it? Have even have an amputation due to a bursted artery? Oh, I didn't I hear that. Heard that. No. Oh, oh gosh. gosh. Oh, that's terrible. Holy cow. Okay. The poor guy. Yeah. What I'm thinking about now, and not to bring up old stuff, but running but running back pay. When Chubb and Barkley can lose their season or possibly career in one play, it forces us to think about the earlier conversation. I understand the business, but when this can be a life altering game and they may never see another paycheck, it just makes me wonder. Should our voice be louder in support of the challenges they face? It's a great point. God, it is. It's a great yeah. point. I know we have a salary cap, but if the NFL chose, they could increase that cap. The owners can afford it and makes me feel like it's the, quote, it's the market argument seems like the minimum wage concept, meaning if it wasn't for minimum wage, some business owners would pay you less. In the same way, is the salary cap just an easy excuse not to properly compensate that position? I don't know. That's just what's on my mind. What are your thoughts? Until next time, win, lose, or tie, I'm a Raider till I die. Just win, baby. Nice, nice hooligan. Uh, I'll give you my thought on it. I'll keep it brief. Um, I think it ultimately it's going to come down to the NFLPA. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, they can't change the collective bargaining agreement until, what, like 2030 or 33 or whatever the heck it is. Um, and you have to have the expectation that, you know, the, the, the player agreements in the, in the CBA is a collective so that means that your quarterbacks have to agree with taking mm -hmm. care of running backs. Your offensive linemen, your everybody else that's a non-running back yeah. has to agree to be able to take care of that position. But it's going to take that level of a negotiation in order to change this. And I think there's a couple of ways that you can do it. I think that you can do it by shortening the rookie contracts. I think that's The it. guaranteed contracts yeah. on running backs. Or you guarantee them more money. Right. Like, that's, you know what I mean? If you're going to still have a four-year contract, or maybe you make it a 
five-year guaranteed contract and the first three years are guaranteed no matter what. Like some things like that. I think there are things that you can do in there because I'm with him. It's like yeah. uh, you don't want to just say, well, it's the market, it's the market. And, yeah. and so screw those guys when really they are at such risk and and it was not more evident than in that in that game. And I, I feel yeah. terrible for that young man and I hate that. Well, it's his second injury like that. Yeah, yeah. it's the second yeah. one too. You know, I mean, yeah. I, I, you know, being a Tennessee fan, I got mm. to see the first one Oof. as well, you know, watching that in 20. 20- 15 or 16 or whenever that was. I mean, the same kind of bend, the same, like, Ugh. you know, his knee just went completely sideways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got it, Jeff. I tried yeah. not to see it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Oof. yeah it, it is odd to me that the position that seems to get the most beat up is the position that's, like, gets the least amount of, like, respect financially is weird to me. It's, I mean, obviously this is totally not different. I mean, not the same, but, like, teachers make so little, but, like, principals make way more. Not that the principal isn't important, but, you know, the teachers. Yeah, like, no, I got it, you. It, it just is odd how you find value in things. Like, that is just, a, that is weird. And it is, golly, man, they get beat up, those running backs. Every time I see someone take off, I'm like, oof, that's, mm. no, right. And it that uh, one well, ended real ugly. Well, I, and I'll tell you what, there's one other way that this could maybe change, and then I'll shut up. There's, if I'm a young player and I'm a running back, I'm hitting the jugs machine every day. Yeah. I'm learning how to run routes. Oh, right. Yep. I'm going to become more Christian McCaffrey yeah. than I am Derrick Henry. Yeah. I'm going to learn how to be that to, because then you can, you're talking about becoming a hybrid. Mm. Then you have value outside of just toting the rock. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then once that, if you start having young players diversify in their talent right. set, it will all automatically over time correct itself right. because you won't have these like specialized runners. Again, that's that's a whole huge right. conversation there, and and it, and and really an an expectation that it starts changing at like maybe not the youth level, but like yeah. high school level for sure. Yeah. Like, but th- that's one way that like I mean we've seen the league evolve. I mean, and it's going to continue to evolve. And, and speaking of backs, like just look at the fullback. They're practically obsolete yeah. nowadays. It's and so, almost creating a new position. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. I'm thinking, you know, yeah. we've we've seen it with linebackers and well, safeties. Yeah. There's a lot more of a hybrid mesh there. We're seeing it with tight ends. They're more of Jimmy Graham wanted Not to get true. paid as a wide receiver for crying out loud. <laughs> like there's I think these things are starting to become more hybrid. And if and if I'm a young running back, that's what I'm doing. Yeah. Man. Okay. Matthew Mangus. Hello, RFR fam. Well shit. <laughs> I would love it if he was like <laughs> yours truly Matthew Mangus <laughs> no literally right yeah I went from booking my ticket to Henderson to internally screaming now the haters are calling for our coach's head due to a blowout loss and horrible product on the field the only positive thing on defense was seeing 25 with the PUB and the plays made in the red zone that prevented touchdowns yet he still had lapses on defense Bennett is starting to piss me off I know he's a rookie, but he can't be missing assignments and getting picked on. Seriously, I call on Rob Ryan, who would, who, what would your dad do in this situation? Finally, to Coach McDaniel's winning is the winning is the cure to everything. You want people to change the narrative, win. You want people to believe this season is different, win. A win going into LA would only increase confidence. That's all for this twin. Yours truly, Matthew Mangus. Sorry. Too soon. <laughs> Proud made man, two-time Gemini man winner. P.S. If I see those god-awful towels waving in my stadium, I'll throw up. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Matthew Mangus. I hate to say, Matthew. Well, get ready, Matthew. Yeah. Get your, have your bucket back. ready. Yeah, have a yeah. bucket. Yeah, that's going to happen. 
Paul. Paul? Paul. Evening, everybody. I hope you're all well. Hi, Paul. Sunday was kind of interesting, wasn't it? <laughs> Sorry, no. For, for a couple of minutes, <laughs> there we had him where we wanted him. Have to be honest and say I wasn't surprised by the result at all. I kind of expected to see them put up 30-plus on us. Because their strengths were always going to overwhelm our weaknesses, we were outfought, outthought, outcoached, and outplayed. The problem I and everyone has was the manner of our performance, which was a huge letdown. There are ways to lose and still come away from a game feeling positive. That was most definitely not the case on Sunday. I didn't expect to be as bad as it was, but when a team has 40 minutes possession and twice as many plays in the game, it's always going to be a tough day. Our season won't be defined by losing to the Bills. They're a Super Bowl contender. They are exactly where we they are exactly where we want to be. However, the next 7 games will definitely tell us everything we need to know. They're all winnable and they're better not be any kind of repeat of Sunday in any of those games. Otherwise, the conversation is going to be completely different. It's for this reason I'm not going to go overboard with criticism on anybody right now. I am going to calmly and constructively mention a couple of coaching-related issues, though. Firstly, why were our starters still playing three minutes from the end of the game when we'd already shit the bed? Oh. That's nonsense and could have cost us gladly. Uh, he's a, Oh, could have cost us Tay. Gladly he's okay. But come on, what was that about? Good point. Great point. And to Coach Graham, when you first came to Vegas, you mentioned that we were going to see all types of different defensive schemes and formations. I look forward to seeing them sometime soon because we ain't seen them yet. So we can all agree that Sunday was a bust and hopefully a one-off. I locked myself away from all things social media for my own sanity straight after the game. But then later that night, I found that something magical had happened as Uncle Mosh had returned to the fan cave. Hey. <laughs> All seemed right with the world once again, and the result just doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter. Sure, they're terrific athletes, but it doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter. I tell you, it just doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter. Okay. <laughs> it goes on longer. <laughs> we'll just imagine it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I did get a little concerned at one point, expecting to see Swaggo appear with a baking tray because Mosh was in his chair. <laughs> that could have ended badly. <laughs> Great to see you, Mosh. Finally, this week, something. Finally! Finally! Some friendly advice <laughs> to a few people. To the power that be at CBS, never, ever ask Gene Steratore for advice on a decision in a Raiders game again. Oh, my gosh, right? I, <laughs> I know I'm 5,000 miles away, but if you do it again, I'll find you. <laughs> it's almost that time of year when we play the Chargers and Joey Bosa will start to shout his mouth off. A word to the wise young man, think before you speak, especially when you've got a face that would make an onion cry. <laughs> he does. It's difficult to be taken seriously when you look like something I'd drawn with my left hand. <laughs> Pinocchio. Uh, that's amazing. Or fat. <laughs> and to Chandler Jones, never be ashamed of who you are. That's your parents' job. That ain't true! That's not true! <laughs> Bruh. Now, let's get back on track by beating the filthy Pittsburgh Squealers. Stay safe, RFR family. Love you, Raider Nation. His Lordship, the Royal Scribe, Paul Edgerton, Shropshire, Mississippi. 
Polly Award winner 2019 and 2022, Foggy Glasses Award winner 2020, BRT Sizzler Scorekeeper, Proud Made Man, five time, five time, five time, times two, plus one, plus one, winner of the Raiders Fan Radio BRT Sizzler Award. Hey, nice job, Paul. Nice. Paul. Paul. Your name Paul. Hello, Paul. Hello, Paul. Paul. I met him with Paul. Who? Paul. Paul, yes, Paul. Paul's not here. Hey, Paul. Paul. Uh, hi. I'm Paul. Hey, be like Paul. Be a Paul. Be a Paul. Be a Paul. Paul. Send us an email. Show at RaidersFanRadio.com. We'd love to hear from our good friend Paul. He brings it uh, always with the great takes and and (laughs) always the best humor. Oh, my gosh. Uh, We we love you so much, Paul, man. I tell you, this stuff. We need to get him on this side of the pond. I'm telling you, this show is not. What it is if if it's not for guys like Paul? My so gosh, we need to have him in the fan cave one. Day. Oh my <gasps> gosh, so I would, you know what I mean? Like, like, yeah, I would, yeah, or at a, even a tailgate or go to a game with him or whatever. Something, man. something, man. We need to get. Yeah, I'm with you. We need to get. We need to get Paul stateside. Uh, we appreciate you, Paul, uh, so very, very much. All right, next up, we're gonna get to the hey, voice. Did, did you have? Did you have Ty's email? Yeah, you Ty said Ty emailed email. late. Did you happen to have it? Oh, oh, it's on the printer. Is it? Okay, let me go get it. Okay, go get it. Okay, thoughts, Michelle. <laughs> oh my gosh, I have to think on the fly. Well, you were talking about having a drink with. I'd love to have a pint with Paul. Oh, cool. there you go. Yeah, cool. right on, right on. So, what do you? Oh, what's your score prediction for Sunday? Oh, that's a good call. I think we're because we're scrappy, so it'll be close. Okay. Uh, but I think we 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 win by ten. But it's okay. a close. It's okay. a, it's a yeah. tight game. I'm thinking like like a, a 17-7 kind oh, oh. of a situation. Wow. Really? Oh, low, so we haven't scored game. 20 yet. Well, that's true. We haven't scored 20 we yet. Hold, we will 17-7, we hold them. We hold them. We hold, hold them, them to seven. seven? Yeah, oh, okay. I think so, because they don't, they don't have the, they don't yeah, have the, the horsepower on, on offense. So, yeah, Kenny seven, Pickett's going down. Seven, I can feel let's that. Let's go. Yeah. Let's go. All right, yeah. score prediction, Jeff, and then and then let's read Ty's email. Uh, 27-14. Okay, dig it. I was going to say 24-17, but that's high, isn't it? Well. Thirteen and four, guys. Thirteen to four? <laughs> no, I said thirteen and four. Oh, I thought you said thirteen to four. <laughs> no, My no, God, we're gonna do two safeties. Wait, TJ Watt's really gonna go off. Thirteen yeah. and four. That's gotcha. that's my. Okay. Yeah. Although I love the thirteen four score prediction. Let's see what Perfect. happens. Hey, you hey, never know. Own it. Say it with your whole chest, as you would say. <laughs> yep. There you go. <laughs> okay, you got his email right there. Oh, oh yep. gosh, there that's go. a long one. Yeah. Okay. Good job, Oh, it's little. No, I'm just kidding. It's not that small. Okay. <laughs> Pause. <laughs> Damn you too. <laughs> you can't tee me up like that, oh, Michelle. No. You can't tee me up like that. I got myself on that. <laughs> yeah, you did. Yeah, you did. Swaggy and Michelle Evans Sweat. <laughs> Hope all is well and everyone is safe. Okay. Okay. Hope all is well and everyone is safe. You want Jeff to read it? He likes him little. Hey, 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 hey. What? What? You little shit. We broke Michelle. You did. I did. 
<laughs> Yo, what up, Murph Swaggy and Michelle Effenswag? I hope all is well and everyone is safe and in good health. After taking a drive to Domenico, locate, uh, after taking a drive to Domenico's located at 1407 Webster Street, Alameda, California, it made me realize that the time has come. Ugh. We're one and one, and you're either optimistic or ready to fire everyone, including the janitor. You either understand that we have 15 more games or you think that the season is over. You either appreciate positivity or you think Murph should be fired from Silver and Black today. <laughs> I saw everyone say, uh, say that they hope Max, Max and Jacobs uh. leaves the team so they don't waste their careers with the Raiders. Those are a waste of cells that give Raider Nation a bad name. Look, it's fair to be upset and disappointed about losing to the Bills, but take the wedgie out of your ass. Oh. We lost to one of the best teams in the NFL who played a bad week the week before. Did you see the Bills fans ready to fire everybody and burn it all down? Okay, well, maybe a few of them did. But the next week, the, they filled the stadium up and they kicked our ass. Now it's time we pay it forward and defend our home against a team that is not even the best in their own state. Yeah, I said it, you filthy uh, whiners. Uh, Philly is better. I want war. You potato-loving, polluted, air-breathing, <laughs> fake Cleveland wannabes, um, you ruin everything. Uh, who puts cheese on a pizza after it cooks? Why do you put fries and coleslaw on a sandwich? Because you're mentally unstable. And for the record, Jesse James didn't catch the ball. Tebow is your daddy. Oh. And it's called the Immaculate Deception. Let's go. All the yeah. bridges suck. And when the aliens make it to where the... Where they will confuse the city with Hoth from Star Wars. Your <laughs> accents suck. I'd rather listen to Jar Jar Binks as my map navigation voice <laughs> for the rest of my life than listen to you talk for five minutes. You should turn left. And, yeah, <laughs> you should mean people are going to die. Uh, and when I'm done wiping my ass with that yellow towel after eating six chili dogs, Chipotle, and a cup of milk, you can take that oh. towel and spin it over your head until Mr. Hanky begs you to stop. Let's be honest. Every Pittsburgh fan you know has ashy elbows and every form of addiction. Jeez, uh, die. Anyway, it was good to see Uncle Mosh in the fan cave. And just like him, I have a strong hatred for the Steelers. I was raised to hate the Donkeys, Queefs, Chargers, 69ers, and the Pittsburgh Steelers. Of course, I dislike the Cowgirls and Ravens, but not as much as those others. I wonder if Patrick Graham gets the boot. Will Uncle Mosh fill in? Win, lose, or tie, it's nice. Raider Nation till I die. All love and respect, tie to Raider. Oh, my that gosh. <laughs> that was epic. That was epic. Thanks for pinch hitting. Oh, You're welcome. My gosh. <laughs> Ty, you freaking rule, my friend. That was fantastic. That was fantastic. All right, I'm going to get a quick break, and then we're going to jump into the voicemails. <laughs> Not that small. <laughs> Podcasting and YouTube, the final frontier. Oh These gosh. are the episodes of Raiders Fan Radio. It's never-ending quest to bring you the adventures of the Las Vegas Raiders. It's mission to raise money for the One Nation Foundation and to win over new fans. To support the takeover of opposing stadiums and to continue its lighter side journey into the dark side.
All right, we appreciate you, Raider Nation. Appreciate everybody that's in the chat room tonight. All right, let's jump into these voicemails. We've got two new callers tonight. Oh, sweet. Oh, I love, love that. We'll, love it when we get new callers. So first off, let's go out there to California, a little south of where uh, our buddy Ty is, and check in with Jacob in Fresno. What's up, guys? This is Jacob. I'm calling out of Fresno. Man, I just got to tell you, every year, I'm just, I'm so laid back. I'm like, hey, let's just pump the brakes, even if we win the first one. I mean, we're always going to win the first one if we play the donkeys. But anyway, if we win the first one, I'm like, hey, you know what? Let's chill. Let's be realistic. But this year, no. Nah. No, nah, man. The Raiders are going 20-0, and I know we're playing this next week. I'm, I'm, I'm guaranteeing we're already beating the Bills. And I can look really stupid if, uh, if we don't. But I don't care. Even if we lose the Bills, we're going one We're winning the Super Bowl. We're getting everything. We're getting it all. I don't care. I don't care. We're getting AFC West. AFC Championship, this is our year, man. And if you're down right now, get up. Because this is Raider Nation. This is the silver and black. We got the the best uniform. Even when we lose, we can be happy because we're the silver and black. I hey, mean, man, look at the true. jersey. Just get happy. Don't worry. Be happy. That's my motto, right? <laughs> but look. Look at the Raiders, man. We got Jimmy G. We got Devontae Adams. We got Josh Jacobs. We got Jacoby Myers. We got Michael Mayer. We got Max Crosby on the other side. We got Nate. Well, I, 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 I look at him. These guys are all stars. You can't Is this them. Uncle Max? Is he when he was younger? They're going to be holding it. I can see it right now. We're going to be in the AFC Championship in Vegas. We're going to be back in two more weeks with the Lombardi Trophy. Bank on it. Raiders. Let's go. Raiders! Jacob in Fresno, man. How long no, was that? Like how that. long was that voicemail in your uh, in your thing there? Oh, I, what do you mean? Uh, well, oh, well, yeah, I think he he called it in like right after right. last week's show. Oh, or whatever. okay. It was okay. sometime before the weekend. Okay, yeah. good. That's why it was the first one played. Love it. Uh, but yeah, great stuff there from Jacob. Uh, and yeah, Fresno. bring that fire every yeah. week, bro. Call us again, that. man. Call us two more times, and you can become the next made man uh, here at Raiders Fan Radio. Appreciate you very, very much. All right, uh, next up, let's go uh, from. Going from Fresno down to Alabama. Can okay. check in with our buddy Josh, who's down in the 703. What's up, fam? Well, that was an ass whooping. Uh, really hard to say where you know where to begin with. Jimmy G, that first drive looked good. That was all the promise I, I had heard about Jimmy G, and he was going to be this much better. I was, I was like, okay. And then he turned into the Jimmy G that I know, and I've watched, and I'm like, oh, okay, yep, that's he's back to what I thought he was. Um, run game, I don't know. I was not expecting that. I know that the Bills have, have had a good defense over the past couple of years, but I was not expecting JJ to get nothing. Literally, he got negative. He didn't even get nothing. He, he didn't even have zero. He had less. He had worse than zero. Um. Pretty much Myers or uh, Adams, the only ones that are going to get the ball. Renfro finally got a pass at the end of the game, but it's like, what are you doing with them out there? I don't know, maybe it's a scheme thing, but, you know, everyone's – it's the whole – Jacoby Myers was coming in to take his spot. Well, Jacoby Myers is out, so Renfro should be in the slot cooking. But then from there, tight ends, still looking for him. Uh, offensive line, Yeesh. I don't know what the f*** happened there. <laughs> Defense, 
the defense got abused. Like a redhead stepchild. They got abused. Um, I mean, he could throw all day. Max Crosby's the only one that we got to rush the passer right now. And say what they want about the whole Tyree Wilson and, you know, what he could be. We need inside pressure. There on that draft was a guy to get inside pressure. And we skipped past him. Now, to be fair, it's still early in the season. We'll see if it bears fruit. But that's not that's not a good look. Um, you know, Corian Bennett was getting burned a couple of times, but you know, he's he's a rookie, he'll learn it. But yeah, overall, man, that that was uh I thought I I didn't say we were gonna win, but you know, I would be competitive. And 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 we were not. Like at all. And you know, the wars have started up again, but Mosh made a good Uncle Mosh made a good point on the little video y'all did. Some dumbasses were saying, get rid of four for ten, and it's going to fix all our issues. This shows you right now that don't fix the fucking defense, because that's been one of our biggest fucking problems. Also, CBG, again, cannot throw the damn ball 40-plus yards without looking back. Man, fuck the Steelers. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. Josh in the 703. There you go. Hey, I want to I wanna, I wanna bring up something Go. that he talked about. You know, it, he talked about a guy in the in, interior of the defensive line that the Raiders passed on. Mm-hmm. Of course, we're talking about Jalen Carter. Yeah. You know, he, he started off the year electric. He went to a team with an elite defense already. Already. So, <laughs> you know, I mean, he, they've got a pair of ends that are just unbelievable. You know, their, their secondary is elite. Their linebackers are great. So, I mean, he's got an easy job. Mm-hmm. But when it comes down to it, the Raiders were never, ever, 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 ever going to draft Jalen Carter, even if he fell to the third round. Not going to happen because there was a lot of drama around Jalen Carter. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of stuff with, you know, car crashes and, you know, all loss this, of life, man. loss of life, crazy stuff between, you know, all the craziness that the Raiders have gone through over the course of the last couple of years. You know, you can even talk about John Gruden, but of course, Henry Ruggs is the big thing. Yeah. The Raiders are going to stay as far away from that as possible. So it doesn't matter. I've seen a lot of people, even other content creators in there talking about, you know, well, you know, we passed on this guy. What are we doing? It was never going to happen. The end. Stop talking about it. Stop talking about it. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I agree. I agree. It wasn't going to happen. Well, Josh can talk about it all he wants. Oh, he can talk about it. He can talk about it all he wants, but but it's not going to change anything. And and I'm I'm with you. The circumstance around it uh, was never going to lead to it. But I, I think the more critical point to me is that, that idea that it's already an elite setup. Right. There, he's not expected to come in like like Tyree Wilson is and have an immediate impact because yeah. like we talked about earlier, you take away Max Crosby, the pass rush just completely goes away. So then it puts the onus on that young man who's played now two games, or right, and had no offseason right. and no preseason and expecting totally. him and, and some of the angles and things that he were taking, he was taking and like in that ball dinger, ball these breakdowns when you were referring to earlier when he was blocked 30 yards out away from the court. That stuff isn't going to live with him for the no. entirety of his right. career. Sure. That's a rookie that's played in two games. So we'll see where it's going to go. And I think the longer play 
Tyree Wilson is going to demonstrate his impact, uh, and we're going to we're going to see it on the field. Shout out Captain Jack in the yeah, yeah what's up, Captain Jack Rackham. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And 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 no disrespect, Josh in the seven hundred three. Yeah. I get it, and I totally understand that concept of man. That guy's mm-hmm. all, but like as the organization for the Raiders, yeah. it just was never gonna. Happen. This is what's gonna happen. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. All right, next up, let's check in with another new caller. Uh, let's check in with a new friend of the show. He is Raider Kojo. Yo, this is Raider Kojo from Sacramento, California. What's up, Murph, Swag Jeff, Uncle Mosh, Michelle Sweat, and salute Raider Nation. Man, Sunday, the first drive, it was like an oasis, right? It felt like uh uh total recall right where doug quay goes to total recall and he's told he can go to mars without actually going to mars and he's gonna be a secret agent he's gonna have beautiful women and and on this secret mission so it was a a dream right that first drive was a dream two minutes and 49 seconds well after the second uh you know starting with the second drive as soon as uh garapago threw that ball through uh, garapago throw a, a screen pass to his running back, and it got batted up in the air and it intercepted. After that, it was straight a nightmare on Bill Street, which just happens to be the name of the street that the, uh, whatever the name of that stadium is called, you know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> I used to, it used to be called Ralph uh, Wilson Stadium. Now I don't know what it's called. It's got some other name. But anyway, it was a nightmare on Bill Street. After that, we couldn't tackle, we couldn't pass, we couldn't block. Uh, run blocking is atrocious. I mean, nine carries for negative two yards by our, our man, Josh Jacobs, you know, the guy that held out all season, off season, preseason, uh, uh, training camp, all of that stuff. And now he got nine carries for negative two yards, the worst performance in his career. I, I don't understand. I mean, yeah, on defense, I mean, when it was third and four, our guys were lining up nine yards or eight yards deep, you know, off the line. Like, I, what are you doing, Patrick Graham? Patrick Graham, uh, if he's not fired by, uh, let's say, two more games and we play like this, yep. uh, Patrick Graham yes. got to go. He's yeah. got to be the first to go. And if we mm-hmm. keep continue to go down this road, then, uh, you know, by the end of the season, McDaniel's got to go. And uh, if, if he comes out of the package deal with the, with the uh, you know, with the um, uh, GM, Dave Ziegler, then he got to go too. But anyway, the point is this. We need to fix things, and we need to fix them now. And I'm running up on time. I see I'm about to hit three minutes. So, yes, this is Raider Kojo from Sacramento and Raider Nation. We need to get better in a hurry or we're done. We're going to be done before Halloween. All right, Raider Kojo out. Nice job, Raider Kojo. Good first call, dude. Excellent first call. Excellent takes there. So we're talking about Patrick Graham being on the hot seat, and here's the kind of stuff why. So uh, to Raider Kojo's point there, the highest completion percentage allowed through two games in NFL history. Oh. You know who's number one? The 2023 Raiders. 81.7. In NFL history? Stop. History. Okay, he should be fired oh, now. <laughs> no. NFL history. So 2023 Raiders at 81.7. Next up, you've got the 2015 Lions. Remember them? Mm. 81.4. <laughs> then you got the 2015 Rams at 80.9. <laughs> Here come the Lions again at 2009 with an 80.6. <laughs> and the 2017 Saints with 80.3. 
Well, hikes. That's the way to end it. <laughs> <laughs> let's lift our spirits by checking in with one last caller here, and let's uh, go with uh, uh, an old school guy. If you listen to this show for any length of time, uh, he is the president of the New Jersey chapter of the Black Hole. Uh, he is Chuck Splatterhead McCann. What's up, Raiders Fan Radio? Chuck Splatterhead McCann. OG of Made Men. Um, yeah, you are. One time winner of something. I think I left a cool voice now at some point. Um, what a solid eight or so minutes of football we had on Sunday. Unfortunately, Generous. eight or so minutes of football being played solidly is not what wins football games. Um Somebody in the chat, I believe, said, you know, now's our chance to put our foot on their necks. And as soon as that was said, we had our foots in our mouths. Um, I don't know. It wasn't, it wasn't good. Um, and look, if you have a competent offensive line and you can afford to double team Crosby, apparently that's all it takes. Um, because our defense sucked. Um, our O-line sucked. Um, I, I don't know. I don't know. But I'm not getting upset about it because, A, it's week two, and, B, I've been a fan of this team for a long time. And no matter what the T-shirts say or what the banners say, um, no matter what we say, um, if you've been a fan of this franchise – since, I don't know, any time between 1985 and now, you can say what you want, but you have been committed to mediocrity at best. And that's what I'm committed to. I'm committed to the mediocrity of this team. And uh, I got nowhere else to go. Um, I got no other team to, to support. It reminds I'm sorry. Reminds me of an officer and a gentleman, Richard Gere. I've got nowhere else to go. <laughs> that is us collectively as Raider Nation. Yes. Um, never will. It's you know, win, lose, or tie. Unfortunately, that's the that's the the greatest slogan we have because win, lose, or tie, here we are. Raiders till we die. Um unfortunately, that's just that's that's life as a Raiders fan. This team, um, I'm not going to allow them to to get me upset. Again, it's week two, going into week three, and we'll see what happens. Um, now, we've seen teams go out and lose the first six games and then all of a sudden become super superstars in the NFL. Is that going to happen with the Raiders? It's highly unlikely. I don't know. You know, the NFL does – pretty much everything they can to create parity in the league, right? Nobody stays at the top forever. Nobody stays at the bottom forever. Nobody stays in the middle forever. Um, the Raiders can't, can't seem to take advantage of that. <laughs> Splatterhead out. 
Oh my gosh. Much respect. Wendy said, I thought you said this would lift our spirits. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> well, it does because I think Chuck is so funny. Yeah, that was like, he's that was, so dry yeah. and so like I love matter his of fact. Yeah. Matter of fact. Like yeah. his realism about this stuff. Yeah. It just cracks me up. And it's he just ain't like wrong. He's not wrong, and it just brings yep. like a reality to it, man. And it just like I don't know, that's, I could just you know what? That's the reality check I needed. That was what I needed. I there needed you go. It. I needed to hear it. Sometimes tough love. Sometimes you got tough hear love. It. Thirteen and four. Yeah, that. Oh, listen. You know there what I mean? Go. Like unless, and this is the first year, and and throw it in real quick, just on expectations, <clears throat> and then and then get to the sizzler. Yeah. And the Sizzler, if you're not familiar, uh, for those of you that are new to the show, that's when we award the uh, Sizzler Award to the best emailer or phone caller of the night. Um, for 50 years, I have had, as long as I have been alive and have known the Raiders have been a thing, my expectations every season <laughs> is that we are a playoff run, a Super Bowl contender. Like That's like my level of expectation. For the first time, after doing this show now in this current form for seven years and 50 years of fandom, I finally re- pulled back on my expectations. I've said it numerous times on this show, thank you to the Raiders for relieving me of the burden of expectation six weeks in, seven weeks in, eight weeks in, whatever it may be, because I go into it expecting so much. This is the first time I still have them getting a winning record, but I'm not thinking we're much. And I hope to God I'm wrong. I hope that this is the first time that maybe like, well, you picked the wrong year to pull back on it. But so far, I mean, clearly, because again, we talked about the can't beat the elite teams, blah, blah, blah. But like my expectations now at this point, like they're curbed. Like, I don't think we're going to do a lot against teams that clearly have better talent and clearly are better coach, clearly have whatever, whatever. Now, what I can expect is Raider Nation to bring it every week. Yeah. I can expect the environment at Allegiant Stadium to be amazing, despite if any, uh, you know, the visiting teams, fans show up. I can expect the tailgate's going to be badass. I'm going to have a blast in here in the fan cave with you three. You three. Well, really, three if you count Mosh, four if yeah. you count uh, yeah. Jeff. Jeff. But, like, but with, like, those are the things that I do have high hopes for, and that's what's going to keep my fandom alive and thriving because when it comes to the on-field performance of the team, it's a, wait, hold on. David, it's a drag. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, clearly, I haven't reached that point because I said we were <laughs> going to be 13 and four. Okay. Um, and honestly, shame on me for believing in them again. I thought about you, actually, and your thank you for relieving me from the expectation of the, burden of, the expectation, burden of expectation. Yeah. I thought about that on Sunday after I looked, because I, I have my. Paper where we picked each game. Oh, do you? I have my paper okay. on yeah. the coffee table just so I can keep up with how good I'm doing. And I'm doing good. I'm right on both games. So. Yeah, there you go. So yeah. 13 yep. and 4, here we come. But, yeah, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a little disappointed in myself because I like to believe that I'm a good judge of what people are feeding me. But I clearly still have a blind spot when it comes to the Raiders because I really trusted that they were going to do what they said they were going to do. And it's still early. Like, it's still possible Sure. That they will write the ship. It didn't feel in very. It didn't feel in like that's going to happen though. So. Well, you you know you're hanging sad out sack. with yeah. Well, you know well <laughs> no sack. you're hanging out with with the with the lighter side journey yeah. into the dark side. Yeah, so listen, I mean you know I'm I still believe. I'm not there either. I uh, you know I picked us at eleven and six. Yeah, you did. I'm sticking at eleven yeah. and six. Okay. You know I mean kind of like what we talked about a little bit earlier. 
there's a real scenario where we could be six and one before the yes. Lions game. And if that's the case, we can afford Hell to lose yeah. five more and still be eleven and six. You know what I'm saying? Well, you don't have you to. You don't have Murph. to, Murph. You know what I mean? You just sit there and just record the show for us. We got it. That ain't true. Wait, no, no this one. Or says he's fat. There we go. <laughs> oh. Just gotta throw that in there. <laughs> Used to be fat. <laughs> or says he's fat. <laughs> Oh man! All right. So hey, but, but before first off, congratulations to our newest get made. To the newest made man, uh, we appreciate you, DJ Lenny Danger. And if you want to be like DJ Lenny Danger, you can email the show at show at RaidersFanRadio.com. You can call the show at 909-345-3346. And, uh, and when you leave your messages, we will award that sizzle award to the best uh, uh, the email or phone caller of the night. And then again, we will award a, a, a get made badge to you as well. Get made! Bitches. <laughs> <laughs> Good man. This is the best. All right, so Jeff, who do we got for Sizzler tonight? Who's the best? Oh my gosh! So uh, we had we had a bunch of people, and uh, so we started off with uh, the emails, of course. Wendy, uh, DJ Lenny, Danger, congrats on being made, my friend. Uh, Hooligan Nation, Matthew Mangus, Paul, and Titerator for the emails. Uh, From the voicemails, we had uh, first-time caller uh, Jacob and Fresno, uh, Josh in the 703, first-time caller Raider Kojo, and, of course, Chuck Splatterhead McCann. But tonight's Sizzler Award goes to... A guy uh, that that uh, that emailed the show, and I had to run out of the room to go get it. Much respect, Ty. Yeah. Yeah. Hilarious. Sizzler. 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 We are Metallica, and we are here for your Oakland Raiders. You know why we are here. From The Walking Dead to errant Jedi Knights, Raiders fans are a rogues gallery. We got a new member. You member? Member, cabrón? You member? Member? You member? Member? You don't member? You remember. Remember. Said you cried a lot. I thought you remember. All right. Shout out Joe AXT in there. Yeah, we appreciate you, respect. Joe. Much respect. Thank you much for becoming a member. For becoming a member. And you so for those of you that... Go ahead. You talk about it. Oh, well, I wasn't going to talk about being a member. Oh, okay. Uh, How about Michelle talk about yeah, it? And then show, about the, show the card. <laughs> oh. Tell them what they get. Okay. Tell, them what, tell them what they get uh, digitally and uh, uh, physically. So digitally, you get... What? <laughs> you get all of those really... Spiritually, cool, like, you see physically. The people <laughs> <laughs> what is that? I don't know what that is. The, the Wizard of Oz. Oz. Oh, yeah. Huh? Uh, mm. yeah. E- okay. Don't know. Look at all the really, I look know. at the green name. Shut you get that. <laughs> I know. It just wasn't that funny. <laughs> We're going to fight when Uh-oh. you turn the cameras yeah. off. Mm. <laughs> okay. Tell them about the damn card, Michelle. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so here's what I'm you get. I'm just pushing <laughs> buttons now. Here's what you get <laughs> digitally. You get. You get Okay, look at all the little green names. You get your name in green for yeah, one, but even more, mm, more cooler. No, even cooler than that. You get all those damn emojis. Like, look, I want that. How come I don't have those? 
Because you're, you're not a moderator. Yeah. I'm a moder- moderator should get those. I'm just saying. Okay, all right. <laughs> I'll take it up with Google. Okay, thank you. Um, but <laughs> to become a moderator, uh, to, all you got to do is. <laughs> <laughs> but physically, I will send you. I'm I'm in the process of making the next batch of these cards, and you. Those are super cool, by the you're way. You're gonna get one of these, and I will sign it and number it. I'll make. I'm only making a hundred of them. So, um, and you have to send your address to Michelle at Raiders Fan Radio. Or you ain't getting it. Yeah. So don't send have, it anywhere else but please there. Please only right. send it there so I can keep up with all of the stuff coming in. So send it there. There we and go. Then we're down to like 50 some odd of those yeah. things. We had 60 nice. some odd uh, going into tonight. And so we got like like 50 some odd left. So we appreciate you, Raider Nation. Yeah. Thank you guys so very, very much. Let's go kick the shit out of the Pittsburgh yeah. Squealers, yeah. man. Let's freaking go, Get Raiders. It. Like, come on, get this thing back on track, Raiders. We know you can do it. We've got enough talent on both sides of the ball. It just hasn't shown up yet on defense. I got a feeling we can get after the freaking Steeler O. Let's have a big night, Sunday night football. Kenny Stabler's family gets his ring. Like, it's time for chills, and it's time for the Raiders to establish their dominance. And f- almost said it. Gosh darn prime time. All right? Let's go, Raiders. Thank you so much, Michelle and Jeff. You guys are the best. Love you. Love you, chat room. Shout them out, one of you two, before we get out of here, Michelle. All right. We got MLA all day. Ron's in there. Wendy. 808 Spliff Mode's in there. DJ Lenny Danger. Ariel Zaniga's in there. Grumpy Raider fan, of course. Charles Washington. Tida's in there. I already said Ron, didn't I? Edgar Bonilla's in there. Charles Washington. Listen, all of the heavy hitters are in there. I just have one thing to say. I believe this team can win. That's it. There you go. Let's go. There you go. Much respect. And, uh, yeah, Michelle shouting out the chat right there. Much respect to everybody that that showed up tonight, that pulled up, uh, was involved in the chat, the greatest chat room in all of Raider Nation, if you ask me. You know what I mean? Much respect to to all the emailers and callers of the night. Hey, I'm going to say this, man. I don't know if we've ever had a Sizzler Award winner two weeks in a row. Both come from emails. Oh, oh, wow. The email, game, the email game is strong, bruh. So, hey, voicemailers, come on, man. Yeah. Step it up. Let's do our thing, man. Hey, thanks for joining us for another episode of Raiders Fan Radio, where we take a lighter side journey into the dark side. And for, so don't, forget, yeah, don't forget, boys and girls, what happened to Vegas started in Oakland. Good night, everybody. God bless. Let's go whip some Steeler Ace. It's light, but it's not small. That is true. <laughs> Goodbye, YouTube. Goodbye. That was so funny. Oh, my God. Oh, oh wait a minute. Oh, where's, where's the button? Oh, my oh gosh. yeah, we're still alive. Or says he's fat. <laughs> or says he's fat. <laughs> All right. We'll see you. Have a good night. Bye. Bye. Just press Bye. the damn button, nerd. <laughs> bye. There we go, smartless. <laughs> bye. <laughs> okay, bye. Okay. Right, see you, bye. Okay, bye. For real this time. For real, for real.